guess mm. I should pull that microphone. <laughs> Get that mic over there. Get this microphone over here working. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And uh, as in a previous episode where we talked about the albums released in 1991, we are going to talk about the movies that were released in 1991. There are some significant things here that we are going to need to uh, discuss. The first thing... Before we get started, we're gonna do one. We're gonna we're gonna look at something prior. Oh, we are. We're, yeah, we're no. It's in films of '91, but we're gonna look at the highest grossing films of 1991, the top ten. Okay. Okay. All right. So we'll start at number ten. Okay. The number ten highest grossing film of 1991, City Slickers. Oh, great movie. Made 179 million dollars. That's pretty good. This yeah. is worldwide gross. Okay. Number nine. Hot Shots. Mm. Yeah, this is, you know, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2 yeah. are two, like, like satirical movies that have kind of been forgotten yeah. as time was, and, it's, and they were hilarious. Now, the the references that they're making are very of their time. Yes. There, there's there's no, so some people won't, won't get a lot of it, but for those of us who these, were there, these things, this was hilarious. Th- those things are not evergreen at all. No, 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 no. <clears throat> All right, number eight was the remake of Cape Fear with De Niro. That's actually a good and, one. And um, was it Nick Nolte? Is that who it was? It's, I don't know. We'll figure it Juliette out. Juliette Lewis yeah. was in it. Uh, was it? Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, figure, get we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, yeah. it made a hundred. Oh, Hot Shots made a hundred eighty-one million worldwide. Cape Fear made a hundred eighty-two million worldwide. De Niro was very creepy in that. You know, this is one of those few. Remakes, remakes that, that are as good, maybe, maybe a little better, depending. Yeah. You know, now again, you're 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 pitting De Niro against Robert Mitchum. Yeah, and let's be honest, Robert Mitchum was an actor's actor, yeah. and just yeah. So. And De Niro's just scary. Yeah, and there's that. Well, this is before the the Muppet face, you know. The Nero that we know now, you yeah. know the just. Eh, okay. You mean the loony guy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go so. ahead. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I, I said. I it. agree. It's something about it. You say in Hollywood too long, and it just kind of infects you. Well, so. it, it's that whole Boz Lerman thing. You know, live in New York, but leave before it makes you hard. Exactly. Live in L.A. before it makes you too soft. Right. Exactly. All right. Number seven, the Adams Family. Really? Yes. One hundred ninety-one million dollars. Now, this was not the movie that gave us uh, Christina Ricci. Because she had done mermaids just a, you know the year prior, yeah. Um, but this was kind of the thing that really put her on the map of hey, this is somebody we need to watch going forward, yeah. And you know we, the world is better off for it because she's an exceptional actress. So. Well, th- th- that whole crew on that movie was oh, um, Raul Julia and um, Angelica Houston, yeah. And you had uh, Christopher Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, I know it. It, it really, uh, I, and I'll say it right now. Adam's Family Values the, is better. Is better. Yeah, it's like one of the few better. sequels that is better than the original. Like, don't this get me is wrong. Good. Adam's Family I is good. I love the first one, but, but they kind of fell into their own with the Adam's second one. Adam's Family Values is uh, just amazing. That, that Thanksgiving <laughs> play. I know. <laughs> so great. So. It, they're they're, they're what is she Disney. Doing? <laughs> no. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> It is so good. Yeah, we yeah okay. We just became those <laughs> Fester. You are no longer, you are no longer Fester. You are Mister Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Know. So number five or number six, excuse me. JFK. Oliver Stone's JFK made $205 million. Nice. JFK is one of those rare three-hour movies that does not feel like a three-hour movie. But once you go back and you rewatch the movie after you've learned a little bit of history, you start learning that Oliver Stone never let you know the truth get in the way of a good story. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Stone barely realizes what reality is anyway. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. So. so All right, so number five, Silence of the Lambs. Made $272 million. Now, Silence of the Lambs is one of those movies that, like, took the Oscars the next, like, in 92. You know, um, you know, Jodie Foster won for best, you know, for a leading actress. Uh, yeah. Um, it won movie, you know, movie of the year. It won, uh, I think it won director. It won a bunch of stuff, you know, where, uh, oh, Anthony Hopkins won uh, for best supporting actor. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where it won a bunch of stuff. And uh, everybody was kind of like, what has society come to that this is the movie that's winning all these Oscars? It's like society is where it is because society is what it is. You know, that's the, you know, still a good movie. I I don't know. Have you seen that they're doing like some kind of new TV series called Clarice? No. That's supposed to be like centered on her, like going through the Academy or something like that. So they've done so many things with this over the years. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a TV show, Hannibal. Hannibal, right. Um, Actually, I enjoyed Red Dragon. Um, Okay. I enjoy Manhunter. Yeah, okay. You know, because that was the whole Michael Mann did the song, did that Manhunter, which was from, which is Red Dragon. Yeah. Um, but it, this was, that was pre yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Well, I actually, so, I actually read the books yeah. before the movies came out. So I already knew what was going to happen in, mm-hmm. you know, Red Dragon. But the movie Red Dragon, you know, where you've got, uh, Crawford actually building his rapport right, with right. Lecter. I right. mean, that's an interesting. Right. But like I said, Manhunter, personally, I think is the better adaptation of that. But that's, you know, it's all subjective. Number four, Hook. Made $300 million. Yeah, which is a great one. Yeah, it's all right. Um, Sorry, I'm a little distracted Spielberg here. Spielberg doing Spielberg, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, number three, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. $346 million. Um, again, one Oscars, you know, and that kind of stuff. Um, okay, number two, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, made three hundred and ninety million dollars. This is the Kevin Costner. This is the one. Kevin Costner. This Alan is Rickman. one. This is the one where we had the super group of like Brian Adams and no, Rod, no, no, that was from Three Musketeers the next year. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. This is the one that did have the Brian Adams song, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Yep, was okay. On okay. I'm, I am mistaken again. Um, had the, the unannounced cameo of from Sean Connery at the end of it. Right. You know, when he just all of a sudden shows up for like three minutes. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the theater and being like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, just like, what Sean not, Connery? Did not see that coming. You it, know? it probably wasn't even the script. It no. probably just Sean Connery showing well, you up. Know, it's also like Christian Slater. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in this movie. He played uh, Will. Will. Um, oh, Will. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, yeah, Will Scarlet. There you go. Will Scarlet. There it is. Finally, finally, my brain's kind of clicking a little bit. Okay, and the number one movie of 1991. Care to take a guess, or you got it pulled up there? No, I don't have it pulled up because my phone completely crashed while we were talking. Well, he came back. He, he, what? Hasta la vista. 
baby. Oh, Terminator 2? Terminator 2 Judgment Day made $519 million. I'm sorry, that's still the best one of all the Terminators. In money, okay? <laughs> that is still the best of the Terminator movies. It really is. Did you watch the last one at all? Yes, I did. I actually liked it. Dark Fate or whatever. Yeah, it was okay. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't... Let's put it this way. It was better than anything we'd seen in a long time when it comes to... Which, I probably since the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That was the last good Terminator anything I had seen yeah, prior to okay. this. Um, now, a lot of people kind of slept on that show, but I, I watched no, it. No, it was a good that. show. I loved that. Well, you had What's-Her-Name from Firefly playing Sarah Connor. No, um, no, 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 no. You're talking about Genesis. Um. Yeah. No. The crazy girl from Firefly. I can't. I'm. Oh no, no. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah, you're talking about Summer Glau. Yeah, yeah Summer Glau. She was playing the Terminator. Was she playing the she Terminator? Was playing, okay. She was playing the T1000 or yeah, whatever. Okay. That, or T500 that was in there. No, it was Lena Headley. Oh, um, that's Game right. Thrones, Game of Thrones. Play, yeah. Yeah. Played, yeah. You're right. Um, you're Sarah right. Sarah Connor. And she was excellent yeah. in it. And you also had Shirley Manson who was playing a new T1000. Yeah. That was, you know, from Garbage, the band Garbage, and she was actually really good. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was, I really enjoyed that show. It's a shame it only got yeah. two seasons, actually a season and a half, because the first season was like 13 episodes or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, those are the top 10, those are the highest grossing movies of 1991. All right, we're going to go through, and I guess we're going to be comprehensive here. Um, I'm just going to say that you could tell how the year was going to go because the first movie that comes out is a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> Lionheart. I know, I know. <laughs> it is. Um, because obviously the Oscars for 91 were in 92, okay? Yeah. So best film was Silence of the Lambs. Uh, best director was Jonathan Deming for Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Best actor was Anthony Hopkins. Best actress was Jodie Foster. Yeah. Uh, best supporting actor was Jack Palance for City Slickers. Yeah. Which I remember, that's the infamous where he started doing one-arm push-ups on stage out of nowhere. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because Palance was a bad man. Um, yes, he was. Best Supporting Actress was Mercedes Rule from The, uh, the Fisher King. Uh, best Screenplay Adapted was Ted Talley for Silence of the Lambs. Best Original Screenplay was Thelma and Louise. Oh. Best Original Score was Beauty and the Beast, which is Alan Minken. Uh, best original song was the song Beauty and the Beast. And the best foreign language film was Mediterraneo. I don't know that one at all. So well, that's the Oscars. They gotta throw in some that nobody well, has the best seen. Foreign whatsoever. language film. I yeah. mean that's okay. So that's kind of that there there's your where ninety one wound up. You yeah. know. Sorry, I was looking what it was, I was looking at the Golden Globes. Uh, because Bugsy actually won for best drama and Beauty and the Beast won for musical or comedy. Uh, Oliver Stone won for <clears throat> JFK for Best Director. Nick Nolte won for Best Drama in Prince of Tides. Oh, yeah, that's Prince of Tides. I forgot. Robin Williams won for The Fisher King for Musical or Comedy, which that is not a comedy. I don't know why he would have won that for. Yeah. Uh, best Actress was Jodie Foster in a drama, Bette Midler in a comedy or musical for For the Boys. Yeah. Again, not a comedy musical, maybe, but not yeah. really a musical. The fact that they're throwing Best musicals and comedies here's the thing. together. Here's the thing. It's really cool. Best Supporting Actor, Jack Palance won for that in yeah. the Golden Globes. Mercedes Rule won Best Supporting Actress. Uh, Best Original Screenplay, Thelma and Louise. 
Best Original Score, Beauty and the Beast. Best Original Song, Beauty and the Beast. And then Foreign Language Films, Europa, Europa. I'm not anything for that. So, yeah, they, they were pretty close. I mean, there was, a you know, a couple of things. You know, the director and, uh, the you know, the actor was a little different between the two. Yeah. But it was still a... Uh, it was still, you know, a pretty pretty close in the two of those. So okay, so yeah, we're gonna get going uh, here in January of nineteen ninety one on the eleventh Lionheart, which Jean Claude Van Damme. There you go. Yeah. Anything else? No, it's Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I know it's exactly what you expected. The other to be. one, not without my daughter. I actually don't remember that. Okay, one. no, no, no. This was a big thing. Sally Field, yeah. Alfred Molina. Um, I don't recognize anybody else in this. Basically, you'll remember this because this thing was spoofed for years and years and years and years. It was based on a tr- on a book that was based on a true story about this woman who was married to a man who was Iranian, and they had a daughter together, and they went back to Iran uh, to visit family or something like that. And while they were there, he decided that they were going to stay, and it turned out. Imagine this. Iran would have turned out to be a not great place for women to live. And so it was, she wanted to go home. And he was like, and finally he was like, all right, fine, you can go home. But our daughter's staying here because she's Iranian. And so she literally had to, like, escape uh, with her, you know, her and her daughter. You know, like, it was one of those things they had to go through underground and everything to get back. But this was, like, spoofed for years and years and years, not without my insert whatever. You know, Saturday Night Live ran with this one for a long time as well as so have, many other things. I have so, no memory of this but whatsoever. Yeah, it's funny because I heard somebody recently say that <laughs> say that this was kind of the template for, like, every uh, Lifetime movie that came afterwards. <laughs> you know, it's a... Uh, uh, I can uh, see that. So the my, next one, one, one of my favorite USA Up All Night movies is on here. It's uh, Ski, Ski School with Dean Cameron. I yeah. know, I know. I don't recognize anybody else in that. Uh, and I've seen Ski School. Ski School. It's a comedy. You know, it's it's one of those. You know, it's yeah, it's it's set around a ski school. It's yeah. on a mountain. You know, there's lots of skiing. It, all you got to say is it's a USA Up All Night movie. Yes, definitely. Um, I don't know anything about Eva Destruction. Um, Gregory Hines. Yeah, but I don't know anything it, it was, about the movie itself. If I remember right, it was like a cop, well, cop I'm drama sure it type was. thing. Uh, it says here it was a sci-fi action, so I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Flight of the Intruder. It's Danny Glover and Willem Dafoe, but I don't remember it. I know it's. Uh, it's got Rosanna Tom Arquette Size, in it. Tom Sizemore. Yeah, it I feel like I should have. I feel like I should have seen this, and I don't remember it at all. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, I remember the box cover. I guess I'm sitting here looking at it now. <laughs> it says it is a 1991 war film directed by John Millis. Uh, it's based on the novel of the same name by former uh, uh, Grumman A6 intruder pilot Stephen Kuntz. The film... Uh, okay. It's, okay. It's a war movie. Yeah, I'm okay. going to have to put that on we'll, my... We'll put that on the... To watch list. Go back and watch it again. So, uh, Men of Respect. It's John Turturro. I know. But I don't know anything about it. Dennis Farina, Peter Boyle, yeah. Rod Steiger, Stanley Tucci. Wow, that, that's a I, pretty... I, feel, I yeah. feel like I ought to know it, and I don't. Uh, oh, okay, it's Macbeth. Oh, is that what it's, it is? It's an adaptation of Macbeth. Yeah. Okay. And it said it's a mafia hitman, hitman who climbs his way to the top by killing his boss. Yeah, so, okay. okay. Well, it you got to remember this is ninety one. I'm right. talking. We're in high school. We're looking for um, blow them up movies. Right now, White Fang, the Disney version of it. I, yes. I remember it because I do remember I, this. It was a date movie for me. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, I it's wife. It's it's adapted. Was it a uh, James? What was the guy's name that wrote the book? Jack London. Yeah, Jack London. Yeah. Here's another USA Up All Night movie. Prison stories. Women on the inside. Well, this was no 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 no. This was an HBO showcase. Whatever. So this was a real like. Like kind of a do- it was a drama. Oh, docudrama. Yeah, no, this wasn't like women's prison or whatever. You know, that, that they used to. This, this is actually. That's what I was yeah, thinking. I know, of, I know. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is a. Uh, yeah, that this is a this is a a more real life type thing. It's not you know. It's, I uh, I'll be honest with you. I she don't. Wolf of the SS or whatever. You know. It's I don't. A, I don't really remember anything about those movies from January except for like a couple of them. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to get into that a little bit with uh, the next ones because yeah. we got Meet the Applegates, Ed Begley Jr., Stocker Channing, Dabney Coleman. Mm. I know. Queen's Logic. Um, I Kevin no Bacon. Idea. Kevin Bacon and Jamie Lee Curtis, Linda Fiorentino. Oh, okay. This is, I remember the box cover. Queen's is like Queen's New York. Yeah. It's it's one of those. It's got a big, big onslaught. Joe Montana. You know, is in it that kind of stuff. So Tom Waits. Hmm. Okay, here we go. L.A. LA story. story. I do remember this one because yeah. of Steve Martin. This is the one where he goes roller skating through the art gallery, right? Yeah, and he doesn't use any of the interstates. He actually drives his little car through all his neighbors' backyards and right. all that to get to where. And, and he's this going. is actually a cute little movie. This is so, a great movie. Yeah. I enjoyed this one. And again, certainly Steve Martin, um, Richard E. Grant, Mary Lou Henner, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kevin Pollock, yep, um, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Iman, yep. Chevy Chase, Chase, Woody Harrelson, Paula Abdul, Martin Lawrence, Rick Moranis, and Terry Jones. <laughs> That's a pretty good yeah. cast there. If you, you know? haven't seen L.A. Story, you really should. This All is right. a fun movie. Here we go. Neverending Story 2, the next chapter. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I never watched it because I was still devastated over the Neverending Story right. 1. The best thing about the Neverending Story as it goes on, because there, there was like four movies made. Yeah. And the third one... Do you know who the villain was in it? Like the that played the no, villain? It was I, Jack Black. <laughs> was it really? It's a very early role for Jack Black. So I never made it past the first okay. one. I enjoyed the first one, but that was about here, it. Here is a significant movie that was actually pretty big. Sleeping with the Enemy. This yeah. is Julia Roberts. Um Patrick Bergen. Uh I don't recognize anybody else in this, but this is a whole like she was married to this guy and she left. And then she goes to live in this little town, and then he finds her, type thing. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, you know it was uh, it was a big movie. It was you a know, stalker this, movie. This, this is one of those like when Julia Roberts was just really starting to become Julia Roberts. You know, Pretty Woman had happened the year prior. Yeah. And this was a okay. Now we're going to start putting her into a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Here's the big one. That you know, released out, on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Break out the fava beans and a nice Chianti. Silence of the Lambs. This was a huge movie. And the fact that it came out in February and won the Oscar yeah. is amazing because usually movies that are released early in the year get forgotten by the time that it rolls around. But yeah. this movie had staying power like you would not believe. It still has staying power. Again, we talked about Hannibal, it's, Clarice, you know, the all the movies, all of the I mean, just it's yeah. a it's a thriller, but it's a disturbing oh, yeah. movie. It's very psychological. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. And of course, and I do it all the time, you know. It puts the lotion in the basket. It yeah. puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of great memes. Hey, come on. We've all done the dance. Ooh. No, we have not. Would you believe? No. <laughs> no. Oh. And now I'm not going to be able to get that out of my head. Ah! <laughs> Goodbye, horses. No. <laughs> 
for the, be glad that this is not a video podcast right now because even fully clothed him doing this it, it, oh, oh. excuse me i've got to clear my palate eyes wide shut but this is this is one of those things where like i i because of this movie it is still like one of those those things like anytime that i you know like i'm i have in the last decade or more, actually more than the last couple of decades, when I meet a, a new, you know, someone, when we first started dating or whatever, I'll, you know, my, my jokes is like, oh, you're going to make a wonderful skin suit. You know, it's like, <laughs> especially meeting meeting women online, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm not creepy. I'm just looking to make a new skin suit. That's all. <laughs> and you wonder why you're not dating. Yeah. We'll get to that some mm-hmm. other time. So, because <laughs> she's just as bad as I am. Hey, run, uh, run. <laughs> uh, anyways, Jodie Foster, Anthony Hopkins, Scott Glenn, Ted Levine. Um, who else is in this movie? You know, it's funny. I don't really recognize anyone else. Oh, Chris Isaac. I didn't realize Chris Isaac was in there. Yeah, he was one of the SWAT guys, guys, guys yeah. when they went into the building and they had to get the elevator That's open. right, that's right, that's right. Okay, uh, the next one is Cadence. Do you remember this one? It's a Charlie Sheen movie. I don't remember it. Uh, it was actually directed by Martin Sheen. It's it's uh, it's uh, Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, who else was in this? Uh, I can't, I don't, but it's one of those things where you know, the, you know the cadences that they do in the military. Yeah, it's it's all about it's a, it's a military movie. Okay. Uh, I remember this. It was, it, was, it was all right. Here you go, King Ralph. I remember this. John movie. Goodman. This this was a failed gr- miserably. It failed miserably, but still <laughs> such funny. a fun movie. Basically, that basically what happens is that this guy Ralph finds out because they're they're doing a photo shoot for the royals yeah. and they all wind up dying and he finds out that through like some weird back channels he's the last remaining royal so he becomes king of England. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's a terrible movie but it's it's, it's a popcorn type. Speaking thing. of terrible movies, nothing but trouble. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Chevy Chase, John Candy, Demi Moore. Um I don't remember I recognize anybody, but this is a John Candy in drag. You know, yeah. this is a weird, weird movie. And the, the thing is, is that Digital Underground did the sound, did the song "Nothing But Trouble," which is on the soundtrack, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. He said, she said. This is. Uh, I don't I remember. remember. It's remember Kevin this. Bacon. Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth Perkins. It's yeah. one of those. That's one of those rom coms. You know. Yeah. Um, who wrote it? It doesn't say. I, I was kind of wondering if it's it's not a uh, John Hughes movie, but I kind of wonder. No, right. you're thinking of She's Having a Baby. Yeah, that, that's true. That's, that's what you're thinking of. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay. Scenes from them all. This is a Woody Allen movie. Oh, well, no. I think he's in it. I think he produced it or something. Yeah. Because uh, Bette Midler, Woody Allen. Yeah. Um, I don't recognize anybody else in this lab. Oh, Fabio's in it. There you go. Uh, this is when Fabio was a thing. Yeah. Uh, I remember this. Yeah, whatever. I never really cared much for. I never really cared much for Woody Allen. Woody films. Allen. I never cared much for Woody Allen even before all of the yeah. creepy stuff came out about him. So Woody Allen films have always just kind of been one of those things. Is like, yeah, that's over there for people. Who, yeah, you know. Now this next one. This next one I saw in the theaters. I saw in the theaters. I own it. I think I still own it on VHS even. This is still one of my favorite movies. Okay. Once again, Oliver Stone doesn't Never let, let the, the truth get in trouble. Yeah. Good story, I know. It's but a, we're talking about the doors. the doors. This is the end. Yeah. <laughs> Val Kilmer, Meg Ryan, Kevin Dillon, Kyle McLaughlin, uh, Michael yep. Madsen, Billy Idol. Yep. 
Um, Crispin, Crispin Glover, Glover Kelly of course Who? it is. <laughs> um, hey, Costas Mandalore is in this. Debbie Mazar, Mimi Rogers, um, Paul Williams. John Dinsmore is actually Eric in the movie. Burden. Eric Burden from The Animals. Yeah. Um, let's see. But John, Oliver Stone, Jennifer Tilly, John Dinsmore. Yeah. But you know the and part Josie that Bissett. you know the part that John Dinsmore plays, don't you? Isn't he the record exec or something? Or mm-hmm. he's uh No, when he, when um John Dinsmore was the drummer for the He was the drummer the, the doors. No, when um um Val Kilmer when they did the scene where Jim he's, Morrison, Jim Morrison yeah. was in the theater and he was recording his poetry and all that. At, you know, oh, yeah, right there yeah, at the yeah, end, yeah. John Dinsmore was the um, audio engineer. Okay, okay. You never saw his face; yeah. you only heard his. You saw you saw silhouettes, and you heard his voice, and that's all you heard. Unfortunately, all right, I'm going to say this. There, there's a couple of unfortunates on this. Okay. Unfortunately, this movie just solidified the myth of Jim Morrison. Yeah. Um. Also, unfortunately. <clears throat> This version of Jim Morrison is what most people have come to believe was yeah. true, and it's not by any stretch of the imagination. No, this is um, this is Oliver Stone taking massive liberties, massive, massive liberties, liberties with with the truth. Yeah. Um, well, for one of his heroes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Still a fun movie. It is a fun movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. I need to go back and rewatch it. The Hard Way. This one I do remember. Michael J. Fox. Yep, James Woods, Annabelle Sciorra. Um, That's about all I remember. Delroy Lindo, LL Cool J. Oh, there is LL. Penny Marshall, Christina Ricci shows up. Uh, Louis Black, Bryant Gumble is in this. Um, basically, what it is is that it's a buddy cop action film. Um, you know, yeah. old, you know, older cop, new cop, you know, type stuff. Here we go. We're getting into something interesting. La Femme Nikita. I love this movie. Okay. This later was remade as Point of No Return with Bridget uh, um, Fonda. Yeah. It spun off the show La Femme Nikita. Yeah. And then and, and then there was another show that was just ended a few years, a couple years ago that was just called Nikita. Yeah. That was, uh, and, you know, it was based on The this. original still the best. Yeah, I know. And, and, and yeah, you got to read subtitles. So yeah, what? but who cares? It, it's a French film. It is really good. Luc Besson is yes. the director and screenplay, you know, wrote the screenplay. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So, okay, here we go. New, New Jack City. Yes. Mario Van Peebles. Um, let's see who else was Ice T, Wesley Snipes, Chris Rock, Judd Nelson. Um, who else is in this? Vanessa Williams, Vanessa A. Williams. This is the one that that she's the one that was on Melrose yeah. Place. Flavor Flavor was in it. Yes, he was. Keith Sweat. Yep. Um, yeah, and this was kind of the. This was a really good movie. It's a movie about you know Mario Van Peebles and um, uh, Judd Nelson are cops. Yeah. They're trying to bring down this drug kingpin who's played by Wesley Snipes, and it is a great movie. Like uh, I said, I saw this one oh, yeah. at Fountainhead opening weekend. Fountain Square. Fountain, Fountain Square. Yeah, Fountain Square. <laughs> uh, next one, Class Action. Uh, this has got Gene Hackman and Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. I kind of remember it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, See, you talked like you talked like 90, 1991 was a on. huge. We're getting into. I mean, it's uh so far. Look, let's look. All right, look. So far, the three first three months have been the Josephine Baker story. Did you ever see this? 
Uh, How far down did you go? I'm down on the 16th, okay? This was an HBO movie. Well, you totally skipped over True Colors. Yeah, so um, this was a, um, it was, it's about Josephine Baker. Yeah. And this was kind of the first time a lot of people found out about her because she'd kind of been swept under the rug. Yeah. You know, from, from, uh, um, the early was with the twenties or something like that. It was the twenties or the thirties. It was back. It was you know whatever about this this African American woman who had a huge career that just had been forgotten about. Uh, I remember seeing it. It was really good. Um, let's see here. Defending your life. Do you remember this one? Albert Brooks, where he dies and he goes to heaven, but he can't. He like legitimately has to like. Um, yeah. He dies and arrives in the afterlife only to find that he must stand trial and justify his lifelong fears in order to advance to the next phase of existence no recollection or be sent back to earth to do it all again uh i remember this albert brooks meryl streep rip torn you know it's an all right movie there are some people love this movie i always just thought I, i'm not a big fan of albert brooks i, so I have no recollection of it um mr johnson i don't remember this one all let's go to the next one teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 the secret of the ooze yeah. This gave us the ninja rap. Yeah, go did. ninja, go ninja, go go ninja, go ninja. Oh. <laughs> Once again, another travesty committed upon society I, by Vanilla Ice. I love those 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 Ninja Turtles. For the first two Ninja Turtle live action Ninja Turtle movies. The first one was pretty good. The second one, this is good just because it just becomes so ridiculous. You know, that's the and you can also see the budgetary problems to the second one where it's like big step down in budget. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you really should give a spinoff of Daredevil a whole lot more respect than that. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, huh. yeah. All right, I love this next movie. Okay. Career Opportunities. It is a John, it was it was um, written by John Hughes. Yeah. Frank Whaley, Jennifer Connelly, Mer, uh, Dermot Mulroney. Um, who else is in this? I know, what's his name? Uh, John Candy is in it, William Forsyth. Have you have you seen this? I don't okay. know. Okay, so basically, what happens is this kid—he's like the town liar, like you know—he's at you know post high school, and he's always making up these huge stories about yeah. you know this and that or whatever. So he gets a job as the night janitor at Target, and so Jennifer Connelly is a girl that he went to high school with, who was like you know she's like the really Wait. hot girl. They get locked in Target together. I do remember. And then this. there's this whole and I can't remember all of the top of my head, but there's this whole thing where there was like this robbery that's going yeah, on. Yeah, I do remember this. I love this movie because it's so it's so just weird. And like he keeps <laughs> calling the cops and they don't show up. And they won't up show up because, because it's him. Liar, and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, okay, sure, yeah, uh-huh, you know. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> the comfort of strangers. Walkers. Yes, walking. Um. Christopher Walken, Rupert Everett, Natasha Helen, Richardson, Helen, Helen Mirren. Mirren. Yeah. Hot Mirren, Helen Mirren. Um, yeah, I, um, I don't know much. I remember seeing this movie. This was what, this was a prestige movie. Yeah. Um, is this the, yes, the five heartbeats. Have you seen this? Don't know. This is about the band, the, the, the five heartbeats. They were kind of like in that Motown you know, like the the temptations and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Another one of those, like people kind of forgot about them a little bit. You yeah. Know? But Robert Townsend, you know, that did I'm gonna get you sucker and um, yeah, Hollywood yeah. Shuffle and all that kind of um, that kind of stuff. 
I had to do with this. It was when it was like, no, we're going to make a movie about this this group that people forgot about. And it's I remember seeing it. It's pretty good. Yeah, so. Cool. so we move into April. The Marrying Man. I remember this one. Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger. I uh, think this is where they met. In my, I, probably. Yeah. I'm re- I know I saw it. I don't Fisher remember Stevens, anything about it. Armand Asante. Let's see. It's a romantic comedy. Uh, it's not telling me anything here. I don't. Now it's not ne- enough. Now the next one. The next one. Out for justice. Steven, Steven Seagal. Seagal. <laughs> uh, he's a C. The film stars Steve uh, Seagal as Gino, a veteran police detective who sets out to avenge his partner Bobby's gruesome murder by killing Richie, the corporate. Which uh, is basically yeah, every Steven every Seagal, Steven movie, Seagal ever. movie. I know that they're, they're all the same. Wait, what was the one where he had to go to um, anger management and all that? I don't remember that one. I think, uh, was that the one that had DMX in it? Was that uh, DMX? Are you talking about um, uh, the Glimmer Man? Oh, I don't remember uh, that. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Drop Dead Fred. This is a great movie. Okay, Phoebe Cates. Um, Rick Mayall. Yeah. Marsha Mason. Tim Matheson. Carrie Fisher. I mean, it's Bridget Fonda. Drop Dead Fred is basically the her imaginary friend that she had when she was a kid that she put into a box or something, like locked him in a box. Yeah. And now as an adult, he's come back. He and, escaped the box. And Yeah, and, and what's, hilarity ensues. What's bad is that this movie, fall, it, it completely flopped into theaters. Yeah, it wasn't a very, like, but it's one of those that people of a certain age have a lot of um, love, for, of this love movie. for it. Okay, here's the next one. Mortal Thoughts. Don't remember. Demi Moore. Uh, Glenn Headley. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Harvey Keitel. Yep. I, I have... I, I, this... I don't remember it. This is the only time the two of them appeared in a movie together, if I'm not mistaken. Demi Moore and Bruce Willis. Yeah. And they were married at this time, you know. Yeah. This was before um, she took him to the cleaners. Oh, yeah. Um, but I remember this movie. Okay. Oscar. Do you remember this one? This is a. This was when Sylvester Stallone decided he was going to be a comedian. Oh right! And this bombed. Well, this one bombed almost as bad as the movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger, which one, uh, tricked Stallone into doing. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Marissa Tomei, um, Tim Curry. Who else is in this? Chad Palminteri, Kurt Winsmith. Smith. It's red. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this movie is terrible because it's one of those things that like it's called Oscar, but the character of Oscar does not appear until like the very end of the movie because he's like the, Marissa Tomei is his daughter and she's going to marry she wants to marry this guy Oscar, but he doesn't appear until the end of the movie and it's all about you know Sylvester Stallone being upset about his daughter marrying this you know. Someone who doesn't believe is is good enough for her, you know. Uh, there's a restored version of Spartacus that was re-released. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Talent for the game. Do you remember this one? Have no idea. Um, Edward James Almos and Lorraine Bracco. Eh, it's a baseball movie. Okay, Toy Soldiers. This was a good movie. Okay, this I remember this one. Um, Sean Astin, Will Wheaton. Yep. Um, who else? Lou, G- Lou Gossett Jr., Jerry Arbach, George Perez, 
What do you What do you remember about Arlie uh, Arlie Emmer, Ermery, Ermy? You know, Gunny. Yeah, Gunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we get into what was that? April. We get into May. Citizen Kane re-release. Okay. Um, Rage in Harlem. Okay. I don't remember. It's a Forrest Whitaker. I do remember this one being kind of a big deal because it's got Robin Givens, and this was like after her and Mike Tyson had gotten divorced, you know, and she was there. But um, truly, madly, deeply, Alan Rickman. Is that right? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't really remember anything. Stephen King, sometimes they come back as the next one. Okay. The, the one that I remember is FX2. Right. I do remember this because this was the sequel to FX. Yeah. And which I, is a really cool movie. I, I saw, you know, I had rented F. I found FX at the rental store. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw this was coming out, I went and saw this in the theater. Okay. Here's the one Madonna's Truth or Dare. Yeah. Okay. This was this is a documentary following her on the Blonde Ambition World Tour. This is when she was dating Warren ba- Beatty. Yes. This was right around the time that uh, this was right after. Um, um, what's the movie? Um, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. This was right when Dick Tracy even released. So they were recording this, which I saw in the theater. Yeah. And so, and this was the same thing theater when, that I saw Rattle and Hum. Oh, and this was Madonna, kind of at her height of being Madonna, you know, moving, trans, doing that transition yeah. from the eighties into the nineties to where she really started going, you know, it wasn't long after this, the sex book came out, you know, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it's one of those <clears throat> things where it is, you know, this was Madonna when she was like really, really going into the, I'm going to be as controversial as possible, you know, realm. Yeah. It's actually a really good documentary. I, I've seen it. It's, it's really good. Okay. I don't know anything else other until we get all the way down to, what about Bob? All right. Switch. Have you never seen Switch? I I know it's Jimmy Smith. It's but Jimmy Smith and it's remember. Ellen Barkin. And basically what happens is <clears throat> that, uh, let's see, it's uh, Joe Beth Williams, Ryan Bracco. Um, basically what it is is that Ellen Barkin is the – she – okay, how do I put this? The guy, and I can't remember who it was that played. It was this this guy, this you know Italian, you know, kind of a gangster guy or whatever, who switches bodies with Elaine with uh, Ellen Barkin. So okay. it's like, so she's basically playing a man in a woman's body. Okay, and it's a whole like, or no, she dies. I take it back. He dies. He has to come back in a woman's body because he had been terrible to women all of his life. That's what it was. Okay, and he can't go to heaven <clears throat> until he meets a woman that will love him unconditionally. What winds up what winds up happening, I'm going to spoil the movie, it's not that big a deal, is that, you know, of course Jimmy Smith's and her start and you know, he's like, wait a second, I'm not blah 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 and like they go out one night and gets drunk and they have sex and she gets pregnant. What ends up happening at the very end of the movie is she gives birth to a daughter who loves him unconditionally and then she dies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That sounds like a terrible movie. It kind of was. Uh, I don't know what fever is. What about Bob? This is Bill Murray being oh, Bill Murray at his man. ultimate Bill Murray. Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfus, Julie Haggerty. This movie. If you've is never seen this movie, so you need to get this movie. Good. Don't even. This is this is like the if you if you want to like get peak Murray. Yeah. Watch Quick Change, then this, and then Groundhog Day. Yes. Because they all came out within like a, a three year period. Yeah. 
th- those three movies together. You put Scrooge in there too because you know. Oh yeah, it, absolutely. Right same middle, era. You know? Same era. Yeah, it's it's in there. Those four yeah. movies, you're good. To, you're golden. You're golden of, of of why everybody loves Bill Murray is basically what. It okay, comes down I'm to. gonna say this. The I death think, therapy. I, no, I, <laughs> I think they need to do a Groundhog's Day too. Okay. And just re-release the original movie that without would be funny and yeah. have nothing nothing new to it whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Mannequin Two on the move. Yeah, I, I didn't even bother with this one. Mannequin was bad to begin with. Yeah, and then this one is just a whole new thing that's terrible. If you really want to hear about this, go listen to uh, How Did This Get Made. They do an episode about this, yeah. and it's just yeah. Here we go. Speaking of terrible movies, Backdraft. Yeah, really. You didn't this like is, this? This is the movie that gave us the on top of the fire truck in the middle of going to a fire sex scene. Yeah. Well, they were they were having sex on top of the yeah. the truck when the, the fire The hose yeah. truck, yeah. Uh but yeah, Kurt Russell, William Baldwin. No, this is a terrible movie. Uh Jennifer Jason Lee, uh um Rebecca De Mornay, Donald Sutherland, Robert De Niro. Um I remember Sutherland was good in it. De Niro is actually pretty good in it too, because he plays the fire chief. Yeah. Um, and but it's one of those things, you know. It's just about this is where a lot of people learned about backdraft, you know, like the actual like what a backdraft is and what it does, yeah. you know. Um, and you know that it's it's a really I, I like the movie. It's not a great movie. I only watched I it once, it, so. and I was like, oh, yeah. whatever. All right, the next one, Hudson Hawk, which is a movie that gets too much hate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I if, am if you, sorry. If you, if you want to hear a, a really nice reaction of two people being completely offended, go back and listen yeah. to our Christmas movie. Or yeah, it was, it was the Christmas. We talked about yeah. that. I know, I know. Because I totally bagged I know on this you movie. Did. And, and me and Barry were both like, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> this is not a bad movie. Hey. But yeah, Bruce Willis, Danny Aiello, Andy McDowell, James Corbin, uh, Coburn, uh, Sandra Bernhardt. Um, who else was David, David Caruso? Caruso um, Don Harvey. Let's see. Who else is he? Frank, Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Welker. And William Conrad. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it had a, it was this was this was you know one of those things where this was after Die Hard. Yeah. Um, people were like, "Oh, Bruce Willis is going to be a thing, so let's let him do something a vanity project, basically." And kind of like with the Return of Bruno, they let him sing, and <laughs> and it was like it made sense. Because the whole thing is they're they're well, rob, they're art they're he was wanting to be a, a rock star right and, but it's one that there aren't these and so the way that they they do these their heists is that they sing songs because they know how long these songs are yeah that they've got this much time but it it takes some weird twists and turns and it gets into this whole like global conspiracy and this and that it's and not it's, a great movie <laughs> it really isn't all right this is a movie I really like okay only lonely. It's John Candy, yeah, Maureen O'Hara, yeah. Ali Sheedy, Anthony Quinn, James, James Belushi, yeah, uh, Macaulay Culkin. Um, was this a? Was this a? I don't think Chris Columbus directed this, but I don't think it was a. This wasn't a John Hughes production, was it? I don't think so. Anyways, no, it was. It is. It's a. Is it? It's oh, a it is. Century Fox Hughes, Hughes, Hughes Entertainment. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay, so this movie I really love because it's one of those. It's one of those rare. Serious roles for John Candy. Yeah, you know he is a he's a he's a, he's a toll booth off operator. I think it is. That or something. Right. He's living yeah. with his. He's taking care of his mom, which is who's played by Maureen O'Hara, and he meets Ali Sheedy, and they fall in love. And it's this whole thing that she, the mom 
doesn't want her son being taken away or whatever, and so there's problems, you know, between the two. It's one of those things, like, it's one of those roles you're like, wait, this isn't a John Candy movie. What's going on here? But, yeah. you know, I mean, it has elements, it has comedy in it, but it's really, a, like, it, it is, it's a, it's, a, it's a romantic comedy. You know, I mean, it, it's it's one of those, like, I, I really enjoyed this movie personally. Yeah. So, all right. I, I can actually fix the next movie. Thelma and Louise. So that you, you, you don't have to, you know, suffer through it. Mm-hmm. You put them in the car, they and in the first five the minutes, you drive them off, off the that. cliff and so, be done with it. Susan Sarandon, Gina Davis, <clears throat> Harvey Keitel, Michael Madsen, Christopher McDonald, Stephen, Sto- Sto- Stephen Tobolowski, an early role for Brad Pitt. Um, and I don't know anybody else in that last, but yeah, that this is a eh. this is this this is a somewhat female girl power movie of we're not gonna let the world hold us down you know and yeah, I, yeah you, i'm not gonna let you say that because it, it's a we're not gonna let the world hold us down we're gonna do whatever we want to right and then they kill themselves right i know it's it's uh yeah I, it is what it is i've always kind of been okay on it i know a lot of people love it but i've just always kind of been okay with it i could care less wild hearts can't be broken do you remember this one not really okay i remember this one it's a disney movie and it's one of those things you remember i know you've seen like the it's about uh, a girl that like does like works on the boardwalk where she like they do the, the diving the horse diving off into the pool you know oh. stuff and it's just it's it's a Disney movie about that basically you know um, you know there's an accident and she goes blind and you know has to learn to redo this and that and whatever all the know. standard all lifetime the, yeah, movie exactly. stuff but yeah. it's the Disney version of it soap dish eh. this one was funny. I'm sorry. This is where we get the the Sally um, the Sally Fields. You like me. You really really like me. Yeah. Speech. You know. And uh, uh, yeah. Um, so it's Sally Field. It's all about a soap opera. It's about the behind the scenes on a soap opera. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's yeah. A, so Sally Field. Uh, oh, Carrie Kevin, Fisher was Kevin in Klein. This. Yep. Um, Carrie Fisher. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Whoopi Goldberg. Elizabeth Shue. Gary Marshall, Terry Hatcher, Kathy Najimy. This is a wow. solid. I'm going to have to go back and watch this cast. one. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to go back and watch I remember watch this seeing one. this back. Okay, here we go. We're getting into June now. City Slickers. Yes, this is All excellent. Right. This was kind of after When Harry Met Sally. This is the next movie that really made Billy Crystal huge. Yeah. Honestly. Um, you know, it's him, Daniel Stern, Bruno Kirby. Um, Helen Slater, Jack Palance, yeah, playing Curly. Um, who else is in this? Jeffrey Tambor. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie, so I'm trying to remember if there's anybody. Yeardley Smith is in it. Um, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Didn't realize that. I, I, I bet he played one of the kids. Probably. Uh, yeah. So it's one of those things that uh, Billy Crystal, Daniel Stern, and Bruno Kirby are these friends. They're from New York, and they decide to. Uh, take a trip they go to a dude ranch basically and they have to you know jack palance is kind of running the whole thing and he they they go on a uh, a cattle drive yeah and it's a really good movie <laughs> it's it really, it really is. is it's funny it's heartfelt it i mean and actually just, city slickers too wasn't bad either not bad other than the their way of bringing curly back was a little oh yeah. you had a twin brother okay you know it's <laughs> yeah um I'll okay give you that one here we go 
Don't tell mom the babysitter. I love dead. this movie. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> this movie is really good. Um, Tristan Applegate. This was kind of you know she was riding high on the Kelly Bundy train. You know. Yeah. Um, this is a, an early uh, David Duchovny role. You know, and it's literally one of those things. The mom goes off, leaves the kids there, and the babysitter dies. Yes. And she just assumes takes she, over. It takes and over. It and all a whole falls lot apart. Yes. And it's it, it is it's a lot of fun. Um, well worth going back and watching. Jungle Fever. I, I'll Spike be honest. Lee, it's a Spike believe, Lee movie. It's a Spike Lee joint, right? As he calls it, and them. it's and it's all about an interracial couple. Yeah. Uh, relationship is what it comes down. Yeah, to. I saw it a couple times. I it's all right. It. It's all right. You know, again, Stevie Wonder did the um um soundtrack. The soundtrack is pretty good. All right, here we go. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Kevin Costner, uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, Christian Slater, Alan Rickman, Mary Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Uh, Michael Machine. I mean, the Robin Hood thing's been done over it and over has and been, over and over. But, you know, this is the and and you know, of course, Costner couldn't do an English accent, so yeah. he didn't. And it's that's the whole in Robin Hood Men in Tights. You know, whenever yeah. Carrie Ells looks at the cameras, like, unlike some Robin Hoods, I can do an English accent. <laughs> yeah. But one of my favorite actors, Michael Wincott, is in this. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, um, and honestly, um, my favorite rendition of the Robin Hood thing is the um, uh, the one that came out a few years ago with uh, the Ridley Scott version. With yeah, really, yeah, really. I like that one. Ah, they should have called it Robin Hood Begins because that's all it is. It's just I, the story of, of of Robin Hood before he becomes Robin Hood. Yeah, I, I won't I won't disagree with that. Yeah, but I enjoy that that rendition of it. It's it's a little bit different and. I don't know. It it I like it. Here's a movie I'm sure you love. Without warning, the James Brady story. Mm, no. James Brady was Reagan's um press secretary who got shot in the forehead. You know the Brady Bill? Yeah, I know. That's where this came oh, from. No, don't I know. Don't I know. I, 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 the, yeah. Bo Bridges, Joan Allen. Um, who I don't, rec- no, I don't think I recognize anybody else, but I know it was a made for HBO. This is when HBO was really kind of starting to do their their made for HBO movies, and they were getting some prestige, you know, of of stuff. Well, the Josephine Baker story we talked about earlier, yeah. was one also, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, here we go. Dying Young. This is another Julia Roberts movie. Yeah, because again, she's riding high on the, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's it was directed by Joel Schumacher. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways, it is. It's um, uh, moving on. Hold on, hold on. Julie Roberts, Campbell Scott, Vincent D'Onofrio, Ellen Burstyn. Uh, yeah, it's she's in she's in love with uh, with Campbell Scott, and he's got cancer, and he's going to die, and there's kind of them dealing with that. So, and that's, did I mention the '90s were kind of a depressing time? Yeah. This is the very very beginning of the '90s. Yeah, I know. The, uh, Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. I love this movie. All right, this is another one of those. Batman was really big, so let's go back and get a 1940s. Yeah. Uh, uh, comic. Obviously, the reason that that movie was so big is because it was it was a, it was a character from the 1930s and 40s. So that's what we got to do. That's why we got Dick Tracy and the Rocketeer and the Shadow and the Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those were terrible. I know. The Dick Tracy movie was it's not a right. good movie. But I went to the midnight showing and I got the T-shirt. Yeah, So yeah, that yeah. was kind of fun. But the Rocketeer is actually a pretty good It's a good yeah. movie. Billy Campbell, this was supposed to be his big breakout role. Yeah, you never no. really see much. Jennifer Connelly, Alan Arkin, Timothy Dalton, Paul Servino, Terry O'Quinn. There you go. 
Um, let's see who else is in this. Margot Martindale, Clint Howard. Yeah. Is this is this a uh, no? Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson directed this. So. I remember. I remember this being good. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember really liking it. So. Here we go. Naked Gun two and a half. The smell of fear. Yes. <laughs> oh man, Leslie Nielsen. You gotta love Leslie. Patricia. Well, Pre- here, or, this uh, is Priscilla Presley. This is during George his Kennedy. OJ Simpson. This is OJ Simpson pre killing two people. Yeah. yeah, I said it. And uh, when he was still like this real goofy, like he gets the crap beat out of him in all these movies. Oh I yeah, mean, just on and on and on. Well, this is Leslie Nielsen during his silly. Yeah, and that's all because it's so he funny used to, to go play back the play, heavy. He did, and then and then he did um, Police Squad. Yeah, or actually he did Airplane, and then he did Police Squad, and then he did these Naked Gun movies, yeah. and then that's all he was cast in after that. Yeah, you know, it was just these, well, his deadpan. I know, I know, is just such so. But yeah, oh, nice it beaver. Is. Thanks, I stuff. Yeah, just it had it stuff. Just had it stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Problem Child 2. Uh, I know. I didn't care much for these movies. Now, the, the funny thing about this... I mean, okay, it's a John Ritter. What's really but, funny about this, John uh, Ritter and, you know, Amy Amy Yazbeck is in, in this, who was on Wings. You know, she's been yeah. in a lot of stuff. Now, what's funny is that her and John Ritter were, were married. Like, yeah. they, they were married all the way up to the time he died. What's funny in this, she's in both of these movies. In the first one, she plays his wife. Yeah. In the second one, she doesn't play his wife. <laughs> she plays a completely different character. <laughs> John probably did that it's on purpose. It's such a weird... He had so. such a twisted sense of humor. Also released on the third, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I don't know. I'm going to start singing some You Could Be Mine. No, I went I went directly to the Terminator theme. I love the Terminator theme. Yeah, you just love Guns N' Roses. I love that song, man. Yeah. But yeah, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Terminator was not a big hit when it was released. I enjoyed it. But it wasn't a big hit box office wise. that's true. What happened is that it hit home video and everybody discovered it. And they were like, wow, this movie's great. Yeah. So they were like, hey, we can actually get a budget for this because, you know, and it's one of those things that James Cameron at this point had done Aliens. So he was like, okay, well, I've got some clout now. I want to do a sequel to Terminator 2. Yes. Or to Terminator. And I want to make it bigger and better. And yeah, we'll make Schwarzenegger, since he's this big star now, we'll make him the hero. Yeah. And how are you going to do that? Well, we'll create this other... And, and also, he had also done um, The Abyss prior to this. Oh, I'd forgotten about that movie. And so, that's a good one. Yeah, and so that's the technology they developed there is how they did the T-1000, yeah. the melting, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's one of those things that, yeah, the the special effects are a little dated, but they're still pretty solid when you think about this was 30 years ago. Yes. This was like... CG wasn't a new thing, but this was like what really started that we started seeing a lot of CG yeah. coming in and everything. And it also gave us Edward Furlong and uh, Robert Patrick. This yeah. was the big breakout role for him. Um, of course, you had Schwarzenegger and Hamilton, Linda Hamilton. And it was just one of those things that it was, it wasn't just a movie, it was an event, yeah, is, is what it was. You know, and of course, like I said, Guns N' Roses. <clears throat> Putting had a song on the soundtrack, you know, and all this kind of stuff, and Schwarzenegger's in the music video, and, yeah. and it's one of those things that it was just, like I said, it was an event. It was just everything around it, you know, and um, uh, but yeah, Terminator Two, great movie. Uh, go back and watch it. it. It's well worth a watch. And then they all mm. kind of went downhill after that until we got 
We talked about it earlier. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, 101 Dalmatians was released. Here we go. Boys in the Hood. Wait. Boys in the Hood. Hold on. I feel like you skipped something. Nope. Not between. Now, 101 Dalmatians was re-released. Oh, okay. okay. That's that's what I was looking at. Boys Sorry. in the Hood. Okay. This was John Singleton's yes. debut as a screener. He wrote and directed this. Ice Cube, Cuba Gooding Jr., Morris Chestnut, Lawrence Fishman, Angela Bassett, Neil Long. I mean, it is one of those movies that just like, and it's one of those things. I don't know if you've seen it recently or not. Not recently. It still holds <clears throat> up, and it's still heartbreaking the way this movie ends. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, just, and it is. It's all about life in South <clears throat> Central, you know, and all the, you know, it is just in, in the early 90s. And, you know, this this father who's trying to keep his son out of the gang life, you know, and, and trying to keep him on the right path of going to school and getting out. And, yep. you know, like, it's such a good movie. It is such a good movie. I don't know what it down. Do you have anything else to say about it? Because that's all I've got. Go watch point. it. Go, yeah. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Go now, watch it. here we go. Point break. Point break. <laughs> I am an FBI agent. <laughs> Johnny Utah. <laughs> <clears throat> I love this movie. I, I love this movie still. Okay? This, this is a, definitely a popcorn film. It is. It's one of those things where it is just good, dumb fun. Uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow, <clears throat> who would go on to win you know an Oscar for um, um, something or other. Yeah, the the Hurt Locker. Yeah, and um, she was married to James Cameron. You know, it's uh, she was married to James Cameron. And what's funny is that it was during this time they were getting a divorce because. Uh, James Cameron and Leonard Hamilton had gotten together during <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Terminator <laughs> 2. Terminator 2, you know. Um, but yeah, Patrick Swayze, <clears throat> Keanu Reeves, Gary Busey, Lori Petty. This is Gary Busey when he was almost stable. Yeah, John C. McGinley. Um, who else was in this? <clears throat> Anthony Kiedis. I forgot that Chili Pepper was in yeah, this. Yeah, he's, he's like in one scene. He gets shot in the foot. But yeah, it's surfing. It's 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 bank robbing. It's yeah, the ex presidents. You know all this. I mean, it's just it's one of those movies that like I I look at this a lot of times and say this is kind of what started the whole extreme sports. You know I, because you know they're skydiving, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, and it. Uh, I I really love this movie. I love this movie, and still one of the greatest callbacks in um, Thor Ragnarok. When Thor's trying to get the Quinjet up and going, and you have to do voice recognition, he's mm-hmm. like the strongest Avenger. You're like, please state your name, and he goes, "Screw you, um, Tony." He goes, "Point break," and then the Quinjet all comes up. <laughs> it's like, yes. All right, here's the next one regarding Henry. This is actually a pretty good movie. Harrison Ford, and let's see, let's see, it's oh, Alex Winter is in this movie. Wow. Uh, William Sadler, uh, George Carlin. No, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm looking at the whole wrong. I was looking at the next one. I was down. like, that is completely sorry. Totally sorry. Incorrect. Harrison Ford, Annette Benning. <laughs> yeah, these are two completely different movies. Yeah. Um, Henry, he is a, a lawyer. Is that right? Yes. And he's kind of a jerk. Yes. And he's having an affair on his wife, you know, and all this kind of stuff. They're on the verge of divorce. And he gets in a car wreck. No, he gets shot. Does he get shot? Is that what it is? He gets shot That's in a, right. when he and interrupts he gets, a robbery. He gets amnesia. The bullet hits his right frontal lobe. Right. And basically ends up with amnesia, and he has to rebuild. Right. And he basically, I mean, it's one of those things, he starts to learn about his old life. 
Yeah. And him and Annette Benning fall in love all over again, you know, and it's a, it's, it's a all right movie. I remember it being a, a big deal at the time. I enjoyed it. Okay. What I was going to do, Bill and Ted's bogus journey came out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're double dipping on Keanu here within I a was, week of each other. Yeah. When you said regarding Henry, you're like, oh, wow, it's got Alex Winters in it. I, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I know, what are I you looking that, at? Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, William Sadler. George Carlin, Pam Greer. Um, who else was in this? Frank Welker. Primus is in this. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of people in this movie. Okay? Oh yeah. And again, as a sequel, this is right up there with the first one, I believe. Uh, especially when you get into William Sadler's death <laughs> i love my one of my favorite my favorite scenes in this is when they go to heaven and they're talking you know they go to yeah. ask god a question or whatever and death's there with them and he's like hey don't i know you he's like no <laughs> Just <walks> off. <laughs> oh, that's funny. all right here we go dutch <laughs> do you remember this movie i do remember this, this was movie. actually a pretty good movie ed o'neill uh, this, um, yeah, Joe Beth Williams. Uh, this movie was one of those that people really like bagged on for the longest time. Oh, Even yeah. Married with Children made a joke about it. Oh yeah, you know about oh yeah, they were on a flight when they went to England. Like oh, and the whole way over here, all we had to watch was Dutch, you know, yeah. type of thing. And it's not a bad movie. It's just not what people were expecting, right? Uh, going into, they thought it was going to be some kind of you know real comedy. And it winds up being more of a drama, you know. Of uh, hey, this kid doesn't have anybody, yeah. You know, and um, but yeah, it, it's one of those I think people should go back. Another John Hughes, you know, yeah, uh, should go back and uh, and rewatch uh, Double Crossed. You remember this one? No, absolutely. Not. Eh, it's an HBO movie. Well, I mean, the next one is Life Stinks, and it's a Mel Brooks film, and I don't remember that I one do. either. He's homeless because I know it's got uh, Leslie Ann Warren and Christian Slater, Patrick, or no, excuse me. Um, I'm looking at the wrong thing again. Yeah, you uh, are. Mel Brooks, Leslie Ann Warren, Jeffrey Tambor. Um, yeah, I remember this. It's something about, I think he was rich, and then he lost all of his money, and then you know, he's, he's living on the streets, and it's that type of thing. Um, it, it and yeah, Mel Brooks, whatever. All right, Mobsters. This is the one. Um, it's got Christian Slater. Don't remember it. Patrick Dempsey, Richard Grieco, Costas Mandalore, Laura Flynn Boyle, Anthony Quinn. Uh, Chris Penn is in this. Um, this was a. They're supposed to be, like. The it's, next generation it's, of monsters. No, it's like Lucky out. Luciano and and all of this. It's kind of no. it's set in that whole era, you know. In nineteen, it's, it's it's it takes place from nineteen seventeen to nineteen thirty one, and it's all about that type of stuff. No, I don't. It remember was more it. marketed of the oh, look at all the the heartthrobs, you know, yeah. than than anything else. Sure, so, sure. Do you remember uh, Vi Warshawski? No, it is. Uh, I do remember this Kathleen Turner. She's a private eye, is what it what it comes down to. Um, a brighter summer day. I don't know that. Here you go. Hot shots. Yeah. All right. Charlie Sheen. Carrie Ewells. Um, John Cryer. Valeria Gal- Galino. Is that her name? You, you saw her in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. She's, John Cryer. Kevin Dunn. Let's see. Uh, Lloyd Bridges. Ryan Christy Styles. Swanson. Ryan yeah. Styles is in this. Christy Swanson. Charles Barkley. Uh, Bill Lambeer. 
Oh, that's right, because there's that basketball scene. I right. That's right, they're playing. Right, right. That's right. But yeah, it was just a spoof of like all the comedies and stuff that was like it spoofs everything. Yeah. Um, and um, was it this one or was it the second one where he's on the boat going up the river oh. and and it comes down and it's tra- and it's it's Martin Sheen on the other one on the other way like coming the other way. I don't. It's kind of doing the whole like uh the uh, uh, apocalypse now thing. Yeah. And they're coming towards each other and as they go by, they both point and go, "I loved you in Wall Street." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's the whole kiss me like no one's ever kissed me before. And yeah. He like puts her whole nose in his mouth. <laughs> Here's an interesting one. Body Parts. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Honestly, this is one of those movies that I remember more for the bot for the uh, <laughs> uh for the box than I do. It's it's basically somebody who's trying to like build yeah. uh, it, someone. It's a takeoff of yeah. Frankenstein. All right, here we go. Doc, Doc Hollywood. Hollywood. All right. This is a good one. This is Michael J. Fox, Julie Warner, which Julie Warner should have been a lot bigger than she was. You know, yeah. she I mean, you know, she was in uh, Tommy Boy, and you know, and she's been in a bunch, you know, several yeah. things like that. But this was kind of her big, you know, honestly, Woody what Harrelson, they, Bridget Fund, uh, yeah. Basically, and, what happened is they watched Northern Exposure, and they're like, "Hey, we can make a movie out of that and place it somewhere oh, else." What's his name? He's not listed here. What do you mean, Christopher, the guy that plays the judge? Oh, um. oh no, no, he is David Ogden Stiers. There we go. He played. He was he played um, um, uh, Winchester on Mash. Yeah, that's what I was. I'm sorry, I had that. Is David Ogden who just died last year? Unfortunately, oh no, yeah, I didn't early, know that. Early last year, he was older. Um, um, I, I don't remember hearing yeah, about that. Yeah. That's terrible. But yeah, it's basically it's he's this hotshot plastic surgeon who comes in this little town and he like has a car wreck and to repay the damage that well, he's, he's done. Well, he's driving the car. He's driving though. It's, it's an old. A, it's yeah, a Porsche, uh, right? Um, but he he, oh, he has a, he, he causes a bunch of property damage and in order to pay it back, he has to stay and be the, a, town, a, doctor, the town doctor. And he ends up staying. And yeah, and it's uh it's a, it's a cute little movie. So. Oh, Rover Dangerfield. It's a Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, it's a com- it's a cartoon where he plays a dog. Okay, yeah. Okay, speaking of cartoons, Rockadoodle. Do you remember this? Don Bluth. This is one of those like, why did Don Bluth ever leave Disney? Yeah, situations. You know, because um, it's it's just bad. Um, on yeah. the next one, Return of the Blue, Return to the Blue Lagoon. Why? No, they shouldn't have Mila done Jovovich it. is yeah. in it. Um, the Blue Room is not very good to begin with. No, it's really not. So, Bingo, it's a, one of those adorable dog movies. Delirious, another John Candy movie. Yes. Where he is a... He is a he was a writer for a soap opera. Yeah. And it's something like... He, I think he gets bonked on the head and he wakes up in the town from the soap opera. Yeah, that sounds right. And so, it's one of those things he finds that he can, like, write... Yeah, he can write like what's going to happen and, and everything. So it's a it's it's a, it's another cute movie. Here we go, Double Impact. Another Jean Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, and it doesn't Two matter Van Damme's for the price of one. <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter what the the plot of the movie was. If you've seen one Jean Claude Van yep. Damme, you've seen them. All. And it's also, I mean, it's so like they don't know that they're twins, and then they meet each other, and yeah. like, oh, how do you how do you have my face? And blah 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 blah. You know, okay. Pure luck. I don't really remember the mm, smart no, short Danny no. Glover. But the next movie, one of my favorite yes, movies. Absolutely. The Commitments. Yes. This is about an Irish soul band. Yes, you heard that correctly. An Irish soul band. Yes. This movie is phenomenal. Yes. I cannot I cannot 
you know, uh, recommend it high enough. If you've not seen this movie, don't stream it. Don't rent it. Go out and buy this movie. The cool thing about this is there's and not put a, it in your collection. There's not a ton of people you're going to recognize. No. However, there are some people you will know, like Colmini. He was on one of the Star Treks. Was it Voyager? I think. I didn't watch. Voyager. If you ever saw him, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that dude." Yeah, probably. Um, uh, Glenn Hansford came out of this. Okay. Who went on to? He was in the movie once, and like has a band. Like he he went on to like do stuff in music and everything. Like really, you know, had like has had a good career, which I highly recommend the movie once if you haven't seen it. It's yeah. a great movie. Uh, here's the one that's interesting. The cores are in this. You were the band, the yeah, chorus. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. This is like, and they're like, they're all in it. They're all like small parts, you know, because yeah. Irish, you know, type thing. But it is such a good movie. I mean, and I funny. love it. And the soundtrack, oh, dude, it's hilarious. And the, the soundtrack, soundtrack is, is awesome because it's all original recordings. Yeah. The band that they have that they put together for this yeah. were all musicians. They put together and then they recorded two soundtracks it was yeah. a volume one and volume two of just old like motown soul songs and yeah. it's awesome <laughs> the guy that plays the lead singer his name was andrew strong and he actually is singing and it's one of those things where you look at it and go how is that voice coming out of that dude yeah you know i mean just it is so good such a good i love the movie so <laughs> yeah all right next yeah, one. it's kind of like um you know rick um Oh, Rick Roll. Uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, yeah. Um, Rick Ashley. Yeah, Rick Ashley. Like, how is that voice how coming, is that out, of that voice coming out of that yeah. guy that you yeah. can see through? I know. Yeah. And I say that as a redhead that you can see yeah, through. Yeah. So, Mystery Date. Do you remember this one? <clears throat> no, Ethan, I don't. Early Ethan Hawke movie. Um, it's a whole thing where, like, his older brother comes back to town and come to find out he is a thief of some sort. And so he like sets this whole, like Ethan Hawke is like, is in love with Terry Polo, you know, and all this kind of stuff. He didn't know what to do. He's like still in high school. So he like sets up this whole thing of like, Oh, you know, you need to go do this and bobble, you know, type stuff. And basically gives him his ID to go and do all this, you know, like, you know, sets up, you know, for all this kind of stuff. And it's one of those things where it's this comedy of errors because he lets him use his name. And the whole thing is that there's people who are out, looking for him like bad guys who are looking for him yeah and it also gives him an alibi while he's trying to pull off a job and Ethan <laughs> Hawk has no clue what's going on you know and yeah, all this and yeah, it's yeah, and it's yeah. one of those comedy of errors like all this stuff keeps happening and falling his way and of course she's just like falling in love with him because like oh it's so cool that you did that you thought forward to do all this stuff and blah 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 you know it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's got yeah it's got uh Fisher Stevens and BD Wong in it I mean it, it it's 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 kind of a cool movie for being what it is of course Ethan Ethan Hawk is always bringing his A game no matter what he's doing oh, yeah. so uh, Women and Men 2. I don't know. It's an uh, HBO no movie. Barton Fink. Here you go. It's a John Turturro. It's a Coen Brothers film. I don't know it. Um, it is, yeah, because it's got John Turturro, John Goodman. Well, of course, John Goodman and John Turturro is in everything that they do pretty yeah. much. John Mahoney is in this. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know Fraser's what you're talking dad, about, you know? but I don't know this movie. Uh, Tony Shalhoub. I mean, uh, Steve Buscemi. This is one of those early... Cohen Brothers films, not quite as early as like you know, Raising Arizona or uh, which is a great yeah, movie. Or uh, what was the other one? Uh, Miller's Crossing. 
you know, and that kind. Of, I love Miller's Crossing. I think it's. A good I'll be movie. honest with you. It's been so long since I've seen. It, I don't remember much but about it's, it. Uh, he. It is. Uh, it stars John Turturro in a title role as a young New York playwright who is hired to write scripts for a film studio. Okay. And it's kind of one of those. Yeah. So. I will. Uh, the next one's a Kenneth Branagh. Dead again. But I don't. Remember I remember this. Movie. this. Uh, Emma Thompson. This is back when they were together. Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson. They were making all the movies together. Yeah. Uh, Andy Garcia, Wayne Knight is in this. Wow. Robin Williams, Campbell Scott. Wow, this has got a pretty decent. I, I don't know it. How about this one? Harley Davidson, the Marvel Man. Hey, Mickey wait. Rourke and Don, Don Johnson. Johnson. What's funny is I actually watched this again like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Tell us about it. Because <laughs> I have not seen this in a very, very long time. Basically, it's a story. Um, about Harley Davidson as a character. They they take the brand and they actually personify him and they take the brand of Marlboro and the Marlboro man that used to be the marketing piece for right. Marlboro cigarettes oh, yeah. and they personify him Okay, and they're friends. And it's terrible because they're supposed to be like these really good friends and and but they don't hang out much. But they get all their other friends killed, and then oh, they go okay. their own separate okay. ways. Well, there you go. So it's- <laughs> but uh, it's it's kind of a. And at the end of the film, they actually have to say these characters are not based off oh, the really? you know yeah, blah blah blah. You know, yeah. please don't sue us. Blah blah blah. It's it's kind of a fun popcorn movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but it's this movie is popular enough uh, amongst motorcycle guys that I've on some of the, you know, I watch a lot of car shows right. and motorcycle build shows. There's been a couple different shows that have actually built the Harley Davidson motorcycle okay, from cool. this movie. Cool. Um, and I don't see how people ride them because it's just basically got a steel plate right. for a seat. Yeah. You know, it's hardcore. Nope. Showdown in little Tokyo, Dolph Lundgren. I barely <laughs> remember this one. It's another one of those. They were still trying to make him a thing, you know? Uh, yeah. Child's Play 3. Yeah. Okay. This, I have heard a lot of people say that this is, beside the first one, is probably the best. I would agree. Because the second one is not very good. But this second one goes back terrible. where he goes back and he finds the kid again who is older. Yeah. And I think he's in a military <clears throat> school or something like that. It's a, Yeah, but he tries to kill him again. Yeah, of course he does. because that's, But it's back to old right. psychopath. I did a voodoo enchantment to turn myself yeah, into a exactly. doll child so play. company business uh, Gene Hackman McKill, uh, I don't know Brishnikov I no know clue cast a deadly spell no clue oh wait a second is this the one I think it is this was a made for HBO movie okay this is a weird like it's set in the 1940s uh, where in, in the last night where magic is real and he uh, Fred Ward plays um a guy that he's a he's a Philip H. H. Philip Lovecraft is his name, and it's one of those things where like he's going uh, so through he's Hollywood. Playing Lovecraft, uh, something like this. Yeah, yeah. H. Philip Lovecraft is his name, um, and it's one of those things where he's kind of trying to go through and find out, you know, who killed this and that. The thing is, is that they did another sequel later called Witch Hunt that had Dennis Hopper playing that role, which I remember that one. Okay. And I want to say these were these were actually based on a series of books or something like that. I remember I remember seeing um, the witch hunt, but I haven't seen this one. And I, I, I remember I remember like seeing I remember seeing the promos for it and thinking that that looks pretty cool. 
Um, so, you know, I might want to run that one down and, and see what's going on yeah, there. I actually need to go back and re- reread uh, my Lovecraft stuff. Uh, Dogfight, uh, yeah. River Phoenix, Lily Taylor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Okay. What do you think about this movie? <laughs> oh, that's all you got to say. <laughs> It's one of those things that it tried. It swung for the fences. It did. But the problem is is that it swung too many times and too hard is basically what happened because it just kept trying and kept trying and kept trying. I, What's really funny is that Johnny I, Depp shows up in this like yeah. on a screen doing a This Is Your Brain on Drugs commercial. Yeah. That was put in in post because yeah. when they were making this movie, they didn't think they could get Johnny Depp. And then he heard that they were making it, and he was like, I would have come back for this yeah you know because like yeah. this is one of my first roles i definitely would have come back so they, they filmed this little thing and put him in there you know at, yeah. in post and everything um but i will say this it was better than new nightmare yes <laughs> a lot. uh liebstrom i don't know this nope. one mississippi masala no idea it's a denzel washington movie isn't it yeah i don't yeah. know something it's in it's set in mississippi you know Paradise is this the? I know we're going through some of these. Rubbing. The Fisher King is the one we're yeah, trying to get to. Okay, that's the one. Good movie. Um, yes. Um, Robin Williams, Jeff Bridges, Mercedes Rule. Mercedes Rule was all over in 1991. Uh, Amanda Plummer, Michael Jeter, David Hyde Pierce, uh, Harry Shearer, Kathy Najimy. <laughs> this is Tom Waits. <laughs> this has got a really... But it's one of those things. I hate that they put it under comedy because it's not. No, it's not. basically what happens is Jeff Bridges is a radio, like a talk show host. Yeah. And he's talking about this... Like, he's like one of those like, oh, yep, he's all need to die and blah, blah, blah. And it's one of those things he's talking about. That, you know, they ought, Somebody ought to just go kill a bunch of them. One of his listeners takes a shotgun into a, a restaurant and, yeah. and just opens fire. Robin Williams and his wife are dining there and his wife is killed yeah and robin williams goes crazy and now he's a homeless man which he was well to do before but now he's a homeless guy and they he thinks that he's like what in victorian england or something like yeah, i forget what it is like exactly that. uh and he he, he winds <clears throat> up and of course it's one of those things jeff bridges you know loses his 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 show and all that kind of stuff yeah. he's blamed for it but then he meets this as guy, he should be. yeah and then he meets this guy and realizes in what his words did yeah you know uh, I remember it, it was a pretty good, pretty good movie. Uh, the Indian Runner. Don't know it. I don't remember this one at all, but I do remember it, Rambling Rose. It's Vigo Morgan Mortensen. Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't remember Rambling Rose. I do. This, I know. I know it's Robert Duvall. It's Laura Dern and Diane Ladd, who is Robert, who is Laura Dern's mom. And it's set in like the 1920s or something like that. And you know, she's kind of this flighty flapper girl you know and everything yeah, and yeah, kind yeah. of family dynamics and stuff i remember watching it when i was younger they call it rambling rose it's the whole thing is because like she just rambles all them just blah, 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 and just on and, yeah. on and on and on and on and on so uh deceived okay do you remember this one no. i remember this one goldie hawn um john hurd uh let's see who else is in this i mean which, so basically what happens is that goldie hawn and john hurd were married and he dies and that seems to be the running theme of the movies okay. for 91. He dies, but he's not really dead. He's, but he's making it look like she killed him. 
he dies, but he's not really. He fakes his death. Is he, he mo- is he mostly dead? Yeah, he's mostly and, dead. And had to go to the. Right, he's been yeah. mostly dead all day. Okay. Uh, but no, it's one of those things where uh, he is. He fakes his death. She thinks he's dead. Yeah. But then some evidence comes to light that looks like she did it, like she killed him. And it's a whole thing. She starts learning that he really isn't dead, and she's trying to figure out. Right, you know, it's right, like, right. Gotcha. Okay. Necessary roughness. I literally just watched this like okay. two or three weeks ago. This movie is okay. Scott Bakula. This is a popcorn movie. Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. Yeah. Um, Kathy Ireland, Sinbad, Jason Bateman. Um, yeah. So basically what it is, if, if you've seen the movie The Replacements... This is roughly what it's based on. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, seriously, like, I remember, like, going and seeing the replacements and walking out going, wow, somebody watched Necessary Roughness and basically took the bullet points. Yeah. And, 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 and filled in the blanks in between because there are, there are scenes that are almost identical. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> totally identical. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's about this, uh, college football program that goes on probation. No, they didn't go on probation. They got their program completely okay, so and totally to, shut down. They're trying to rebuild it. And, and the, the athletics director basically comes over and gets this commentator who is right. known for running clean programs to come over and build Rebe- it from right. the ground up. And they, and they and can get- only build it from people that actually go to school there. Well, so he's going around the school. But it's recruiting. also a like with with Scott Bakula. He yeah. never went to college. So he still had eligibility. He was a he was a quarterback yeah. but it never made it to college. But he was because, in his mid thirties or yeah, something. something. Yeah, something he was he was older, but it's one of he still had college eligibility. So yeah. they were like, hey, you know, I recruited this guy way back we know that he's out there, you know. Yeah. And they bring him in and then Kathy Ireland, she plays soccer and but they need a kicker, so they bring her on, yeah. you know, and, and it's one of those things, you know, Sinbad's on the team and Jason Bateman and stuff like that. And it, but it's one of those things where like, you know, there's the big school down the down you know, the road the, in the state, you know, and it, it literally, it literally, you you could run yeah. this and the replacement side by side. Well, the and bar it would fight, be, um, it, the bar fight, yeah, the the when they're in the uh, the the jail together, yeah. I mean, it, it is there. It is all there. Yep. So. <laughs> the man in the moon. Are you familiar with this movie? No. Okay. I know this it's a Reese. It's a Reese Witherspoon. Was like the movie that made Reese Witherspoon. Okay. So what it is is she's like in the movie. I think she's like twelve or thirteen years older, and which she wasn't. She was somewhere around that yeah, age. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, it's one of those things. Small town. Uh, it's Reese Witherspoon, Jason London, Sam Watterson, Tess Harper, um, and basically what it is is that she's got an older sister, and, she, and Jason London is this guy that works on the next farm over, and you know he's he's a little older, you know that kind of stuff. And of course yeah. she develops a crush on him, but he. Wait. She develops a crush on him. Did this movie soundtrack have strawberry wine on it? No. Are you That's sure? way before strawberry wine. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. I, yeah, it, it's it funny. just sounded well, familiar. But no, no. But see, here's the thing. Is it like she, she develops a crush on him. Of course, like I said, he's older. And then he meets her older sister, and they start dating. Yeah. And, of course, it makes problems between them, that kind of stuff. He winds up getting killed in an accident later, and the sisters have to like you know grieve together since they both loved him, you know, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, Good grief. I know there's a lot of death in the in these movies. Um, Ricocheting. I don't remember this one. You don't remember this one? I don't. Uh, yeah, Denzel basic, Washington, basically, John it was Lithgow, a, Ice T, Kevin Pollock, Lindsay Wagner. Yeah. Wow. Basically, John Amos. It's it's two friends that grow Jesse up. Jesse Ventura. <laughs> um, Denzel Washington's character. Um, meets a girl, drifts away, 
and when it get when they get older, one turns out to end up being a cop, one ends up being a drug dealer, uh-huh. and then drama ensues. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Shout. Have you ever seen this? I don't know. I have seen this. Okay. Here you go. John Travolta. Yeah, okay. Jamie Walters. You know what I'm talking about? How do you talk to an angel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the Heights. The Heights and yeah. Beverly Hills Honor 210. Yeah. Uh, Heather Graham. Yeah. She's, um, uh, Linda Fiorentino. Glenn Quinn. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about there? Uh, basically, I Glenn, think. Okay, no, Glenn Quinn was played um, Becky's husband on Roseanne. Oh, yeah. And then he was okay. on Angel the first season also, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Sam, uh, let's see. I know that there's more. Gwyneth Paltrow. This yeah. is a early Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, gotcha. Basically, what it is is that and that John Travolta is a music teacher in 1955, and yeah. like all of these, like you know, Jamie Walters and Glenn Quinn, and you know all these people, they're they're like learning music, and he starts teaching them about rock and roll, and that's a, and of course you know it's one of those things that. Heather Graham and yeah. you know Gwyneth Paltrow or like love interests and blah 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 for the, for these teenage kids and of course he winds up getting fired because he's introducing them to that yeah. devil music and then at the, when they're having their their recital at the end they decide to start playing rock and roll to be rebellious and, yeah you know okay <laughs> let me let me let me talk about the the next one the next one you're so, gonna do it you're gonna the, do it. go right ahead <laughs> the the name of the movie is Suburban Commando. <laughs> And all I have to say about it is Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. That's right. <laughs> this is about the time they were trying to make Hulk Hogan a... Something more a, than a wrestler. Yeah, yeah he, they were trying to this get was, him out into a movie star. This stardom. was after uh, No Holds Barred. And, yeah. You know, and so, yeah, this was when they were trying to make him, or he was trying to make something in Hollywood. Yeah. Somehow uh, they got Christopher Lloyd I think, involved. I think this point. was... Yeah. Was this before or after Santa with Muscles? I know it was before Mr. Nanny. I don't and, remember. Uh, I mean, it, it just, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. So yeah, okay. You remember the super? Not really. Joe Pesci. Okay, so he's a landlord in New York. He's a slumlord basically, and he gets sentenced to where he has to go and live in one of his. Oh, I do remember this. Yes, yes I yes. do remember this. And he gets and like his car gets stripped yeah. like, before it's even like before he even gets inside, and then I mean, they he, hustle him in basketball and all kinds of stuff. He, play, he, he plays one of those real traditional goomba guys that yeah, he likes to absolutely. play. Yeah. Uh, homicide. I don't remember no. this one. City of Hope. I don't remember this one either. I don't either. Ernest Scared Stupid. I know where some of this movie. So this movie was shot here in Nashville. All the Ernest all of, movies were shot here. But in Nashville. I could take you right now to go to some of the places where they filmed this because I know the people who own the store that it was filmed in. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, it's kind of it's it's kind of cool, you know. Um, well, that's like uh, when uh, Ernest goes to camp. All right. of all of that was right. shot at one of the group camps at right. Montgomery Bell yeah. Yeah, uh, no. State Park, um, uh, and I actually know one of the guys that was in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he he's super cool. So next one we have Frankie and Johnny. Um, I Frank, I, I, I fairly kind of Al Pacino and I've seen it. I, I vaguely remember it. Yeah, Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Shattered. Gary Marshall directed it. So, yeah, I don't remember Shattered. Stepping Out, I don't remember. It's Eliza Minnelli. Oh, well, that's all you got to say. Yeah. Uh, The Taking of Beverly Hills, I kind of remember this because it was just kind of a, oh, look, they're coming into our town. They're trying to be a terrorist or whatever. All right, here we go. Cool as ice. Oh, no. (laughs) 
Oh, oh, no. Hey, all uh, I want to say is back when he promised if there was a problem, he'd solve it. Uh, and he hadn't done it. It's time for him to follow through on that. Again, if you go back and, and listen to the How Did This Get Made about Cool <laughs> as Ice, it's amazing because they actually got, after they recorded it, yeah, he got in touch with them. Really? And like they did an interview together, and he was like, no, nah, dude, we had no idea. This, he's like, this movie was being written on set. We had no clue what was going on whatsoever. Okay, so it might not actually be his fault. You know, it's funny. I, I watch one interview with Vanilla Ice, and I'm like, you are detestable. Yeah. And I'll watch another one. I was like, no, I would hang out yeah, with that Yeah, I know, dude. I know. It's a, well, it was so funny because you know, this gave us the, uh, the immortal line. Yo. Drop that zero and get with this hero. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you went along with some of this stuff. (laughs) All right. Little Man Tate. This was Jodie Foster's directing debut, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Of course, this was like, you know, after she, you know, had done Silence of the Lambs, which is big, blah, blah, blah. And this was more of a, um, yeah, I think she's a single mom. She's in it also. Yeah, it, it, I've 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 heard nothing but good about this movie. I've never actually seen. Okay, now this is an interesting. Gus Van Zant's My Own Private Idaho. I love this movie. River Phoenix, Keanu Reeves. Yes, uh, it has been a long time since I've seen this. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I. Jim Caviezel was in this. Oh man, he was he meant to be a baby when this came out. Yeah, so. Flea, of course. It's a River Phoenix movie. It's good yeah. enough. Huh? Uh, other people's money. Oh, this is a Danny DeVito. Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I still dream of Genie. Oh, this was a TV movie. I remember because this is when they brought. You remember when they brought? Yeah. I dream of Genie back. Yeah. And this was the whole. Okay, so here we go. House Party Two. The House Party movies are more fun than they deserve to be. Yes, they are. All of them. And this was just a man. The first one was so good, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna do another one. Okay, yeah. we're gonna do another one." <laughs> Kid and play. I forget which one uh, was the pajama party. Was this that's the, this one? Yeah, that's this one. Yeah, and it just those those movies are so much fun. Popcorn movie. Yeah, absolutely. Popcorn movie. All right, The Butcher's Wife. Demi Moore, Jeff Daniels. I don't really remember it. I remember hearing about it's it. Something. Okay, a clairvoyant, clairvoyant woman thinks that she's met her future husband who she's seen in her dreams and is a butcher in New York City. And it's one of those things that, like, as she's working, I think it's one of those things as she's working in the butcher shop, like, her powers are, like, influencing other people. You know, it's kind of one of those magical whatever. Okay. Okay, Curly Sue. Don't remember it. Oh, sure you do. Do I? Sure you do. Yeah, he's a, it's a Jim Belushi, Kelly Lynch, you know, and it's one of those where Mm. it's, it's kind of one of those, like, oh, I met this adorable little kid and I'm going to start taking care of her, you know, like, you know, gruff middle-aged man that's, you know, oh, I don't have any kids and blah, 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 settle down, everything. And then he meets this little, you know, this orphan and, okay. you know, she changed, she melts his heart and all that kind of stuff. And, um, if you say so, yeah, the Hitman. don't know it. Oh, it was Chuck Norris movie. Uh, Billy Bathgate. I do remember uh, yeah. this one. Okay. Um, vaguely it's, it's basically, uh, it's hold on. Let, let me pull up so we can get the. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Billy Bathgate. Hold on. Bill Bill Bahan is a poor teenage boy from the Bronx. One day he catches the attention of gangster Dutch Schultz, uh, changing his last name to Bathgate after a after a local street. He goes to work for Schultz's organization, serving mostly as a gopher. 
um, that he's present when Schultz murders his former partner, uh, who he believes tr- betrayed him, and then he begins a relationship with Weinberg, uh, with the the guy's. Uh, he begins a relationship with somebody anyway. Blah, blah, but it, blah. it's yeah, it's he, but he's <clears throat> facing legal charges, and it's one of those things that his boss is facing legal charges, and he's trying to like. Okay, you know, okay. I have problems with the all next right. Here one. we go. Here we go. I, I knew, really have problems this with this. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Highlander Two: The Quickening. <laughs> uh, as a fan of the Highlander, okay, and as most fans of the There's Highlander, only one know, Highlander movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so it's <laughs> this one gets discounted. Out of is hand. this where they become aliens? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're on the planet Zeist and You're all right, this okay. bull crap. And, yeah. 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 Um, if you've never seen the Highlander or any of the other Highlander films, um, if somebody ever hands you Highlander two, take this thing running down the road at seventy miles an hour and chuck this piece of garbage out of the window, and hope it catches fire when it touches the ground because this is the biggest turd <laughs> that has ever been laid on celluloid. All right. Actually, People Under the Stairs is pretty bad. It's a Wes Craven film. I think it was a... No, it's a Wes Craven film. Is it Wes Craven? It is. No, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. It's not good. Um, The only only thing of significance about this was this is the first date that I went on with my high school girlfriend. Uh, Yeah, and it was like, this is terrible. Okay, uh, Year of the Gun, John, I don't know, Andrew McCarthy, Sharon Stone. I, I don't know I don't know, know this one. Yeah. Uh, Prisoner of Honor. Don't know it. It's Richard Dreyfuss. It's Richard Dreyfuss, so. I don't know. All it. I Want for Christmas. Okay, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, Strictly Business. Uh, was this a Spike? No. This has got Halle Berry. I, again, I remember this one more for the, Tom, it's got Tommy Davidson, Halle Berry, um, Samuel L. Jackson, Kim Cole, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Uh, I remember it mainly for... Okay, so here we go. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. This thing creeped me out. All right. De Niro is... De Niro, Nick Nolte, Jessica Lange. That's, I, I thought Jessica Lange was yeah. in this. Uh, Juliette Lewis, Joe Don Baker, uh, Ileana Douglas, Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum actually does make an appearance in this. Yeah, you know? I mean, it was a Gregory, nice callback. Gregory Peck. Um, I mean, it's... Again, it's a remake... Uh, this is directed by Martin Scorsese. It's, yeah. it's a remake of uh, the Cape Ro- Fear. Yeah, Cape Fear. It's a Robert Mitchum film, and it's it is really you get to actually see the evil side of De Niro. Right, right, and it's what yeah. that scene where he, they're sitting in the movies and he's laughing maniacally at the yeah. film, and is like way creepier than the original version at all. Just yep. like because it's like no, this dude is unhinged. And then there's that really creepy scene between him and Juliette Lewis. Where she's like what, thirteen or fourteen yeah, or something, something like and, and he's kind of, he's hitting on her, and she's kind of enjoying it. It's like what the hell, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's really it's it's well worth going back and watching. And of course, it was one of those things that it gave us the wonderful um, um, Simpsons episode uh, <laughs> where and yeah. uh, you know where uh, sideshow Bob's trying to kill Bart, and, yeah. and it, it's it's awesome, you know. It's like he he's doing the whole where he's like. Underneath the car, and then like, oh, a cactus pass, I'll go through it. And, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kafka, it's basically yeah. about Franz Kafka. Yeah. Um, if you like, if you really like nihilism, then go read that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
can go watch it. Meeting Venus, I don't know. Don't remember this Prospero's one. Prospero's books, I don't know. No, Adam's Family. The Adam's okay. Family. So, again, this is not the movie that gave us, that introduced us to uh, Christina Ricci. Ricci. But it, this is the movie where she really came on the radar. Here it is. Angelica Houston, Raul Julia, Christopher Lloyd, um, Christina Ricci. Who else is in this? There's a whole thing where, like, Christopher Lloyd plays Fe- Uncle Fester, but he doesn't yeah. remember being Uncle Fester. And right. it's one of those, they're trying to, um, they're trying to, um, um, they're basically trying to scam the, uh, use him to get, to money, get the family money get the and turn out. Yeah. Yeah. And then it turns out he really Fester. is Uncle Fester. So yeah. Man. Yeah. So, okay. An American Tale Fievel Goes West. I have not seen this one. I have I, seen the original American Tale. I've seen Tale. the original, but not this one. You know, this, but this one now, uh, this was another, like, it's a, it's an Amblin yeah. entertainment. So it's uh, Spielberg, you know, and it was basically because American Tale was so popular. They decided, hey, we can do a second one. Yeah. It just wasn't as good. No. However, on the same day, Beauty and the Beast by Disney. That's one of the reasons released. why it didn't do as well is because yeah. it came out the same yeah. day as Beauty and the Beast. I am not a big fan of this movie. Uh, I never have been. I it, mean, it it's just. It's another I, Disney movie. It, you know, this was, you know, this was on the heels. This was the next, this was the follow up to um, um, Little Mermaid. Yeah, which is Miss Nay's favorite Disney movie. Which The movie. Little Mermaid, people forget that before The Little Mermaid released, Disney's animation was in a really bad spot. Yeah, it like, was. Don't get me wrong. I like some of the stuff that was released throughout the you know the 70s and 80s. You know, like The Fox and the Hound. Or yeah, or that's a great Mouse one. Or The Mouse Detective or, yeah. or The Black Cauldron. You Black know? Cauldron yeah. is excellent. But you know, the thing is, those were all like, they just bombed. Yeah. Like you wouldn't believe. But this was, but then this you, was going but, back to the original yeah, fairy tales. But this was, and their, hey, we've got pattern. some, we've got some momentum from yeah the the uh, Little Mermaid, and this was the next big one, and this was a huge movie. I mean, it was yeah. huge. Again, I, I don't really care. Actually, about it a Little lot. Mermaid is Miss Nay's favorite yeah. Disney movie, but you know it's redhead love. Yeah. So, uh, the Double Life of Veronique. Veronique. It's a French movie. I don't know any of it. All right, for the boys, have you seen this, Bette Midler? Yes. James Caan. Yes. Um, this is a good movie. Yeah. And it's loosely, I mean, it's it's based, it, it's not based on real people, but it's that whole USO act yeah. thing, you know, the, uh, you know, where it's, they're, you know, they're doing it, it's, um, I don't know. They're, they're going and they're performing for, you know, because it's for the boys. Yeah. You know, we're going to go out here and that kind of stuff. And it's one of those things where they don't like each other. And then, you know, but they're really good on stage. And then they have an affair and this and that and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, tragedy happens along the way. And at the end of it, you know, they're being honored for their service, and, yeah. you know, and all this And then somebody stuff. dies. Yeah, somebody like her son gets killed while yeah. they're in Vietnam. Because like, it's, it's 1991. Somebody yeah, has somebody to has die. to die. So Yeah. Uh, Hearts of Darkness, a filmmaker's apocalypse. <laughs> Do you not remember this? Oh, one? I know this one. This is about the making. This of is Apocalypse the document now. <laughs> about making Apocalypse Now. Because that movie, everything that could go wrong went wrong <laughs> while they were making that movie. You know, they had a typhoon that came through. Yeah. Um, Martin this, Sheen had a heart attack. <laughs> um, 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 uh, what's his name? Um, 
Lawrence. Um, um, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Is Lawrence Fishburne movie. is. is this, he Brando, lied about his age yeah. to get onto the film crew. On Marlon this. Brando shows up on on set like eighty pounds heavier than he was supposed to be, and, and like out, and, completely and, out of his mind, and would not would not like would not. He wouldn't say his lines, lines or anything. He wouldn't talk to just, anybody. Yeah, it just it, it is a it, it's basically it is a trip a, through hell. Is what it's it is. basically a movie about Marlon Brando losing his mind Pretty on much. set. Well, yeah, I think it was already gone before yeah. that happened. <laughs> okay, here we go. My girl. Yeah. All right. This taught us that you never get bees around Macaulay Culkin. Right. So again, one of those like, oh, this is a comedy. This is for the kids. Blah blah blah. And then they kill a kid at the end of it. Yeah. Not only do they kill a kid at the end of it, they show him in the coffin. Yeah. It yeah. is. But on the other hand, it's given us some wonderful memes oh, when yeah. they started talking about the murder hornets this year. Exactly. Yeah, or so. last year. Uh, it played in Fields of the Lord. I remember this. This was a prestige film. You know, it was going to supposed to be, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, whatever. All right, Star Trek <sighs> Six: The Undiscovered Country. Yeah. All right, you tell us about it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember which because piece of garbage this was. I have not was. seen this one. This was the last one that was all of the original, like just them. Um, of course, you know some of them. You know, they they appeared in generations. You know, with the next with the next yeah, generation. I'm thinking this is the one where this um, is the Klingon moons destroyed, and they've got to try to find them a new homeworld. Uh, is that what happened? I don't really remember. The, I just remember it's not rememberable. USS Excelsior, which this is where Sulu, you know, is the cap is the captain of the ship. Yeah. Uh, is struck by a shockwave and discovers that Praxis, a Klingon moon, has been destroyed. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and there's some kind of there's somebody there there that's sabotaging all everything. Um, I think is this the, no, this isn't the one where he finds out he's got a son. I think that's no, no, no. That was uh, that was um, um, uh, 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 the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, that's, that's where right. You find yeah. Out. All right, Hook. Fun movie. Yeah, I guess I never really liked this movie. Really, honestly. Come on! I, I'm not a big Spielberg fan, and I never really cared for the for the uh, Peter Pan thing. Uh, now, what's funny yeah, is but that like Robin if, you, Williams. if you go back and you watch the original trailer for this, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's that whole thing. You get that. You get that. That hook, you know, the the, yeah. the shadow of the hook, and it's like yeah. it, it almost feels like a horror movie. And then we watched this, and it was like, what the hell is this? This what? was just an excuse to to make Julie Roberts Tinkerbell is all it was. I mean, it. You know, it's set like a long time later. Peter Pan's like left Neverland and he's grown up and he's forgotten everything. And, yeah. And, you know, and Hook comes after him, you know. I, what I do remember is after the first big fight when they're back in Neverland and like all the pirates yeah. get killed and stuff. And like, it's like, oh, they're all laying dead. Why are the pirates moving their arms and legs? <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about. I do. And I it's do. like, how did you not catch that? How did you not catch that the extras are just like being idiots in the background? Yeah. And I, I just, yeah. Uh, Do you remember the next one? Yes, the Last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout. So this is. I saw this in the theater, actually. Yeah, Bruce Willis, Damon Wayans. Um, who else is in here? Uh, Halle Daniel Berry. Harris is in it. Yeah, Halle Berry. I know. And it's it's a Tony Scott movie. Yeah. Which can go either way. Um, the thing I remember most about it is. Uh, Bruce Willis doing a jig up on top of the scoreboard at yeah, the end of the movie. I know, I know. <laughs> well, you know, that opening scene with the, the dude like who's running the ball and then he pulls out a gun and he's shooting people on the way in the end zone is yeah. pretty iconic, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's an all right movie. I haven't seen it in a lot of years. Um, 
but you know it is kind of that whole Bruce Willis is, is he a cop yeah but he's been disgraced or something yeah. like that and then Damon Waynes used to play football but it was found out that he was like taking payoffs to yeah. throw games and and it's just yeah it, it's, it's not a, a great movie it's not a great movie but it is what it is alright now yeah. Bugsy see we're getting into like the meat of everything here I don't, honestly I honestly uh, did not like this movie it's alright um, um, this is where Warren Beatty and Annette Bening met yeah and you know and got together and they've been together ever since you know but yeah it's and it's about Bugsy Siegel yeah um, and again it's kind of one of those fictitious like oh okay yeah it, it, uh, I, great but like look at this cast Warren the, Beatty I mean Annette the cast Benning, is Harvey great. Keitel Ben Kingsley Elliot Gould Joe Montagna B.B. Newworth um, who else uh, Wendy Phillips Wendy Phillips um, I don't recognize anybody else but it's one of those things is like I've seen it it's alright no it's terrible it's alright no. um, that's all I can say is it's alright who directed that Barry Levinson okay okay now this one is pretty good. Father oh, of the Bride. This is hysterical. Again, remake. Yeah. Um, Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, Kimberly Williams. Yeah. Who's now she was Kimberly Paisley. Yeah, Williams Paisley. Paisley yeah. Uh, Martin Short, uh, Kieran Culkin, B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong's great in everything, though. Yeah. Uh, Richard Portnoy. Um, yeah, and it's uh, Eugene Levy. It is a... It is a remake of the old... What was it? Spencer... Um, what's his name? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I, I can't, can't remember the guy's name now. Uh, the old, I can tell I'm getting old because yeah, my no, memory no, has taken vacation. Um, my favorite, char- my favorite character in this whole movie is the the Martin Short. Martin Short is the the yeah. wedding wedding coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is. It's you know, um, Kimberly Williams is, plays the daughter and she's getting married and you know it's hilarity ensues because everything goes sideways and Steve Martin yeah. is trying to uh, what's the guy's name. Tracy, uh, that played, was in the original Father of the Bride. Tracy Spencer? No. That didn't sound right. No, 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 no. Spencer Tracy, yeah. Oh, Spencer so I Tracy, was right. yeah, that's right. And I said Spencer Tracy, but I was thinking, yeah, Spencer Tracy. It, it's, I knew it was a, it's I one got of those it right. Open, so, anyway. I was right. All right. Say it. You were mostly right. So. Mm. Uh, okay, here you oh, go. Oh, now we get into fantasy again. JFK. This is, <laughs> all right, this is the second Oliver Stone movie in one year. Yeah. And again, let's just go through the cast here. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yep. Tommy Lee Jones. Yep. Laurie Metcalf. Yep. Gary Oldman. Yep. Michael Rooker. Yep. Uh, Sissy Spacek. Yep. Jack Lemmon. Walter Matthau. Donald Sutherland. John Candy. Joe Pesci. Yep. <laughs> Ed Asner. Um, Brian Doyle Murphy, Sally Kirk- Murray, Murray. I'm sorry, uh, Sally Kirkland, Wayne Knight, um, Vincent D'Onofrio, Lolita Davidovich, John Larroquette. John Larroquette. <laughs> um, who else is in Peter there? Mal- uh, Maloney? Yeah, Peter Maloney. John Finnegan. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you just start going down the line. Like Frank man, Wheelie was in that too. Yeah, where you start going down the line, it's just like, man, who? It's more you just name who wasn't in this, you know? Yeah. But it's all based on the Sapruder film. Well, yeah, but it, but the, the guy uh, and and the um, the conspiracy theories around. Oh yeah, about about who actually killed it. Jim Garrison. He was he was a yeah. He was a New Orleans district attorney who kind of started raising some questions about yeah what really happened. 
uh, yeah, you get a lot of Zabruder film in this. You know, that's the that's where we get the whole back into the left, back into the left. You know, uh, Seinfeld had a wonderful episode um, about that where they spoofed that quite a you know quite a bit. Uh, it's once again, it's one of those movies you watch and you're like, oh wow, this is a cool movie. It, even for being three hours long, it's like wow, it never. But it's just there's so much fiction in it. It's not even I mean, yeah. not even funny at all. So, okay, the next one, Rush. Yeah, you remember this? Uh, it's Jason Patrick. If I remember right, it's about Lee, a couple cops that end up becoming drug addicts or something. He, they're they're DEA or they're or they're 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 uh, drug enforcement okay. DEA, yeah. and he gets Jason Patrick has become addicted to drugs. Yeah, the other big Norton like notable thing from this. Yeah. This soundtrack had the song Tears in Heaven on it. Oh. This was, you know. Yeah. Earlier in the year, Eric Clapton's son Connor had fallen out of a window to his death. Yeah. And Eric Clapton wrote this song about losing his son. Yeah. Because he was like, what, three or four years old? Something I mean, he like was that. Real yeah. young, you know. And it wound <laughs> up on this soundtrack. And then, of course, Clapton put it on, did it live at his Unplugged. And of yeah. course that thing won like eight Grammys or something, you know, that kind of stuff. But he actually, and actually the album that came out after this had that on there as well as several other songs that dealt with all of that stuff. Yeah. But the movie itself is kind of forgettable. <laughs> kind of? I know. How about very? All right, here we go. Grand Canyon. I don't have, have a you clue. ever seen this? This is an interesting movie. It's a big ensemble piece. Danny Glover, Kevin Klein, Steve Martin, Mary McDonald, Mary Louise Parker, Alfre Woodard. Um, I mean, that is a you know Jeremy Sisto. That is a yeah you know, and it's one of those things where like it has something to do with like it all has to do with like um, uh, how a random what it says here random events affecting a diverse group of people exploring a race and class and pose you know when it comes, and it really is this whole thing and it's something the whole thing with Grand Canyon is about. A trip to the Grand Canyon. I forget what the what whole thing is, but it really does. It's it's a serious movie. Like it's one of those things that at the very beginning of it, Steve Martin is leaving a, a Lakers game and he gets carjacked. Like he gets shot yeah. into carjacking, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And it's just kind of one of those. <clears throat> it's one of those type movies, you know. I, I've seen it before. It's pretty good. Sounds like something I would have spent seven dollars to take a nap through. Yeah. Okay. The Prince of Tides. Yeah. All right. That's a Nolte, isn't it? Nick Nolte, Barbara Streisand, who she, which she directed, uh, Blythe Danner. Um, I don't know any of the rest of these people. Mm, Except for George Carlin. George Carlin. And yeah. Uh, it's a thing. She's his therapist, you know, and it, it's kind of one of those things where. It's a Streisand. It is. It, it's one of those. She's his therapist. They get involved, come to find out he's got this dark secret from when he was a kid, you yeah. know, and this and that. And, <clears throat> and, you know, she got nominated for an Oscar and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Until the end of the world. Have you ever seen this? No. Okay. It's a strange one. It's a, it's a German film. And I think it's based on a book, if I'm not mistaken. It's something that says, set at a turn of the millennium in the shadow of a world-changing catastrophe. I I do know the U2 song, Until the End of the World, yeah. was on the soundtrack. <clears throat> like, it was, which it had just come out, you know, yeah. some type thing. But I've seen it. It's, you know, it's got William Hurt and Sam Neill, uh, Max von Sydow. 
I mean, it's got a, you know. Yeah, it's got a crew. It's got a crew, but I, I remember seeing it. It didn't leave enough of an impression on me to. to now, the next one I really like. Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah. It's such a good movie. This this has one of my favorite lines in it. You know, I'm older and I have more, better insurance. I have more insurance. That's right. Yeah. It's a, um, Kathy Bates, Jessica Tandy, Mary Stuart Masterson, Mary Louise Parker. We got to get all the, the three names. This Marys. movie had cannibalism in it. Cicely Tyson. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell. Who else? Who else? Anybody else? Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like three generations of women. Yeah. You know, trying to. Yeah, it's one of those things where like Jessica Tandy says to, you know, if your husband starts giving you problems, we'll poison him. You know, not enough to kill him, but enough to yeah. you know, type. <laughs> uh, and that kind of stuff. So it's like, all right, so this last one is pretty interesting. It is a David Cronenberg film. It's Naked Lunch, which, have you ever read Naked Lunch? No, I haven't. William S. Burroughs? <sighs> Actually, um, one of the books that I got for Christmas this year is... Um, how to talk dirty and influence people. How to talk dirty and influence people. Yeah, yeah from um um oh the comedian. I can't think of his name right now. Oh. Anyways, this has got Peter Weller. Yeah. Naked Lunch was one of those movie one of those books that they were kind of said, Oh, this is un unfilmable. Uh I agree with them to a certain extent. <laughs> so um, But yeah, so that's nineteen ninety one in film. Um there was some great stuff in there. There was some that was not so good, but we had some really big films. Lenny Bruce. Sorry, Lenny Bruce. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. It makes sense. So, uh, yeah, so that was 1991 in film. Um, 30 years. It's hard to believe it's been 30 years. Yeah, to be but honest. let's it's, be honest. There there was a handful of really good ones in there. Oh, there, there was, was a handful of, of fun movies in there. Yeah. And then a lot of garbage is we completely unrememberable. probably should have done with this one like what we did with the albums where we just kind of went through and, and pulled movies out rather than going comprehensive. But this is what happens when we go on the fly. So. <laughs> Sorry, folks. You got a boring one. You got two hours of us talking about movies we have no idea about. So <laughs> They basically got an hour of us talking about movies we know about yeah. and an hour of us going, nope, don't know it. Um, nope. Don't know may it. go back and edit this. Nope, and, don't know it. And take out all the stuff that we don't know. So, um, uh, That would be a lot. <laughs> well, it would definitely cut this episode down. So, <laughs> so anyways, guys, there are links in the show notes for what we are, what we are on. Make sure you um, check them because yeah, things have changed. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Project Gen X Pod uh, for both of those, as well as projectgenxpod at gmail.com. Um, to get in touch with us. And uh, we're going to be back with some more stuff. We're happy to be in 2021, uh, to have survived 2020. And uh, if you haven't seen it, go and look at that, watch that match video uh, of like, have you seen it? You haven't oh, seen it? of the with devil. Satan in 2020. Yeah. That is so funny, man. That is I have such a bad a funny... feeling that the devil dumped 2020 <laughs> and, was like, and is hitting on her sister 2021. Be, so. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.